Welcome back, everybody. This is Mark 146 of the Super Jew. Wow, I almost messed up there. Geeks Chasing Squirrels podcast across the multiverse. See, that's what happens when you take two weeks off, folks. <laughs> we got two weeks off, and we come back, and we got Owl Bears, Dragons, and She-Hulks. We got a lot of stuff to talk about. Uh, <laughs> dozen trailers we're going to talk, uh, play and show, talk about, talk over them, no sound, you know, teach a little talk there. Um, talk about some cons that happened this weekend, one that we just saw virtually or we got to see stuff on, and one that we almost actually went to. Sarah's going to talk about the people she met and all the fun stuff. Uh, and then we're just going to chase some squirrels. Welcome back, everybody. Ross, what's going on, man? <laughs> Not a whole lot, man. It's been a couple weeks off. I haven't even watched a whole lot of stuff. Mm. I'm busy. Some yeah, I'm the same way. Tired. It's been hot. North Carolina. <laughs> yes. Sounds like too much adulting, man, to be honest with you. Yeah, man. Yeah. But no, I'm the same way, man. I haven't really watched anything other than, like, whatever Netflix recommends my wife to put on whatever movie in the background is put on, but I haven't really been watching anything lately. So there's not really a whole lot out to watch that we would. Well, there always is. There's a couple. I things. know. I'll, I'll couple ask you. I'll things. Ask you. I know. I know. <laughs> so, Sarah, what's up? Oh my goodness. I'm trying to get back in swing things. <laughs> like I said, it's like, I haven't been watching anything either. Um, just kind of hanging with the kids and trying to, you know, get a little color before, you know, it gets cold, which I don't know if that's ever going to happen. Mm. You know, it's only been 90 to a hundred with like what? 110 heat index. Jeez. The level of sweat that I've been like partaking in recently is ridiculous. Like I, <laughs> it, it's just natural cardio. Just go outside and stand. And it's just. It's a sauna. It's a yeah, straight yeah, up sauna. It's stupid. But I got the pool in. So like that's there you metal. Go. There you go. Well, I was fortunate enough that this last week I've been in Tennessee and it's not nearly as humid there, but we were at Dollywood standing in lines for hours, it seems. And it doesn't matter what the humidity is. It, when you're standing in a line in heat, it's hot. You oh, you remember those crazy. little fans? Did you have one of those? No. The little, Ashley, little Ashley bought one. The one of the ones that goes around your neck. Ashley bought one. No. Shot, so. Stop working for me. Man, how times have changed. Surprise, surprise. Um, all right. So, Sarah, you had an interesting weekend. Right. I think yeah. I went out of town this weekend, but I think you had the more fun weekend or this week. <laughs> I, went out of town. I think you had the more fun weekend because I was actually going to do what you did this weekend. But because it coincided with my family vacation, I had to cancel it. So you were you gotta at plan better next year. You gotta plan oh, better next year. I've already convinced the wife for next year. So it's okay. good. I've already got the cosplay set up, convinced her to buy it. She's going to go with me. <laughs> it's going to be fun. But you went to GalaxyCon this year. Yes. yes. So it's usually a three day event. Um, we went last year, which was really awesome because you have like all the photo ops and the autographs and all this kind of stuff. So last year it was um, Ashley Exxon and Matt Lantner. So we got a you know a family photo, um, got the family photo with Shatner um, and um, Giancarlo Esposito. So um, which I wish I had taken our photo from last year and got it autographed this year because that dude, if he's there next year, you fellas have got, he is awesome. I mean, okay. you, he, you hear him in the room. I mean, he is just that big of a presence. He's abs matter of fact, I believe he actually opened, like cut the, um, like the ribbon coven, uh, cutting ceremony for the event. So he was okay. like for the opening ceremonies, that kind of thing. Um, but yeah, I mean, this was this year it was, it was nuts too. I mean, it was, the only thing I don't like about it is there's so much going on and everything's at the same time. It feels like, because you only have like so many 
um, unless you get like the fast pass and the VIP. Otherwise, I mean, you'll just be stuck in lines. Oh, and I'm going to throw adult money. I'm going to throw adult money at that all, all next year because yeah. I'm like I've already figured. <laughs> I'm like I can't. I have no patience. I have no patience. But if you only have one person that has that, you can get your crowd and you can just roll with it. So let me ask you, if I'm planning on taking my wife, myself, and my two daughters next year for a mm -hmm. good time, what's what's a good round number I should save for that? Just just for while, getting in and while I'm there. I won't. I mean, you're going to probably spend. Say each of us meets one person. Oh, well, it, it depends on the person because on yeah. average, it's probably around. It can be like anywhere from like 40 to 100, depending on who it is. That's not as bad as I thought it was going to be, to be honest with you. It just depends on who it is. Now, okay. um, I will say getting my getting my Bucaton pop signed by Katie Sackhoff, that was a lot more because it was a Star Wars item. Now, if it right. was just like just the photo, like I got um, Allison to mm -hmm. sign. I mean, that mm -hmm. she was she was like 60 bucks, 60 bucks photo autograph. No, and I think I had a better time with her, honestly, because she, Gosh, she's so sweet. Oh my gosh, she's so awesome. I'm like, can we be 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 the yeah, She's just done that phase of happy to be there, you know. Like mm -hmm. Katie's done so many dang tours and been around know, and all the cops. I that, but I, I will mean, say this think. much: um, talking to um, Katie Sackoff and getting that the autograph, you know, because you know a lot of people. I didn't even realize I had like the Black Series book at time. I was like, damn, I could have got that one signed. But you know, me, my pops, you know, that's. You know, I'm just like, whatever. But just talking with her and, you know, even though it's just like a few minutes, but she spent a little bit more time with people. Um, she wasn't doing like the selfies because sometimes you could do the selfies up at the tables, too. Mm -hmm. But um, I guess she knew it was going to be so much. And she was like, I guess it just oh, got yeah. off a plane. And it was just because some people are only there for either all three days or either a couple of days, usually Saturday and Sundays. Um Saturday is normally the busy day. That's normally the best day to go because, right. you know, Friday everything opens, but usually Saturday is like the big thing. Mm -hmm. um, and then plus that night they have a lot of like after hour type deals too. So, so question, you brought your own Bogotan pop. Funko pop. And because it was a star Wars item, your autograph was more expensive than if you would have decided she would have signed a picture. That's weird. That's really, really weird. I Probably wonder, because it would be more valued than just the, well, you know, just the, um, I guess, just the photo. Because if you yeah, think about I, it. I guess that makes sense, yeah. Because personalized. Nobody wants to buy a photo of you and her autograph. But well, somebody might want to buy that. Okay. Case in point, there was like one of the, um, like because also you have all the vendors or something. So I saw a Homeland a Homelander pop that was signed by Anthony Starr. Mm -hmm. And I think that one was around maybe 200 bucks. Wow. That's actually less than I thought it would be too, but still. Yeah. I mean, I guess that makes sense. Like you said, it's much easier to resell something like that mm -hmm. than a picture. Okay. And plus, you know, you're just adding, you know, adding the name to it too. So. So I can't believe you haven't got like of all the people you said mentioned, you haven't mentioned the big, at least two people I'm thinking of you haven't mentioned yet. So go through all the people you met. Cause this is interesting. Now you, you gave us pictures and told us, did you meet anybody else that you didn't tell us or. Not really. I kind of stuck to it. I mean, you know, I saw people, but it was just like, it's like I saw um, Mark Paul Gossler, Zach Morris. Yeah, I remember you I said saw him over saw there. Him. And I'm just like, you know, just like, <laughs> I'm sorry. My, 
you always wonder, it's like, how are you going to act if you're actually in the same vicinity as these people? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Total fangirl. I'm going to tell you right now, because standing in line for Brendan Fraser, because that was the very first one. And I was just like, you know, you get up there and you're like, holy shit, I'm about to, you know, this dude. I'm like, oh, my God, seriously. And, you know, you know, there are people, too, but you can't help but be so damn starstruck. Oh, yeah. And I go in there and I'm just like, <gasps> and, and <laughs> even when he sees the excitement, everybody, even he was just like, you know, I was just like, oh, my God, this. I mean, he was given <laughs> back the same that everybody was giving him. Right. And that was what was so cool. And, um, yeah, I mean, I was just, you know, you try to, like, not be all over yourself. But I was just like, <gasps> you know, I just, I just couldn't help it. I'm like, that's my one chance, my one opportunity. I don't care. Yeah. But um, when I was in line, because I actually took my mummy DVD, because initially I was going to get that signed. But then I was like, hey, I got a photo of me and him. There you we go. Get that <laughs> there you go. So when I was up there and, um, you know, I was trying to struggle, I was struggling getting out, out of this um, little holder or whatnot. I was like, damn it. And then he was like, okay, that's cool. That's cool. So I gave it to him. I, you know, I was like, I'm really, and I told him, I said, dude, I'm so excited that you got the opportunity to come to Raleigh. I mean, I know it's, you know, something crazy. He's like, you know what? He's like, Raleigh is a really cool town. I'm like, you think so? <laughs> like, Okay, I mean, there's tons of stuff to do. I mean, we love you here, so you know. But I mean, it's just you know, little stuff like that. You know, you know, you just don't really think that much of. But it's just, I don't know. It was just so cool. But the piece de resistance. There you go. (laughs) I pushed my youngest out the way. I said, "Y'all move." (laughs) Mama's standing right here. I touched him. I put my hand around him. He put my hand, his arm around me, and I'm like. You sound like my wife with John Cena right now. Yes. <laughs> but yes, I'm speaking of Tom Willing. And mm. I was so excited to meet this dude because, and what was so funny when we walked in, I walked in first because I'm just like, because when I saw him, his, his hat, his cap was turned around backwards and Brian was wearing his hat. I said, turn your hat around, turn your hat around. He's like, what? Turn your hat around. So he turned do his it. hat around. So I'm like, just do it, just do it. So um had a little family photo with him, but I made sure I get kind of close enough so I can like crop everybody out so I can just have that one little photo. <laughs> <laughs> and I told him I don't want to do it. I'm like, I'm sorry, it's just gonna happen. He's like, damn it, Sarah. I'm like, it's it's fine. But um, but when we walked in, it was because Claire was already getting to the point, she was just like, Who is this? Right. And both my kids were like, Who is that? And you know, everybody in line would hear this. I'm like, I don't know who these children are. They I don't know. I they're they're not mine. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. But she walked in. I guess she had like this, like, he looked at Tom Willing there. He's like, oh, come on. I was like, oh, my God, Tom Willing done called me young and out. I said, oh, my God, this is crazy. Mm-hmm. Well, it's just like when we, last year, when we all walked in to see Shatner, Shatner's like, you brought the whole family. I said, yes, I did. That's right. <laughs> so, I mean, it's just, you know, it's just fun stuff like that. I mean, it's just, I don't know. I mean, even though you're paying for, you know, these, you know, photo ops and autographs and whatnot. It's yes, it is the money. It is, you know, this, that, and other, but to get those little stories and those little tidbits to come away to me, it's, it's a hundred percent, a hundred percent worth it. It's, 100% it's all about it. the experience. All those people go there just for the simple fact that, I mean, like they can sit there and make money all day long, whether it's doing ADR work or doing like straight up, you know, physical acting, interacting with the fans has got to be like one of the best parts of the whole entire oh, yeah, thing. Absolutely. Because it, no other time do you actually get feedback on like what you do. Mm-hmm. And the thing that was like box office. And Ross, you'll you'll appreciate this. There was some kid that was um, dressed as Vecna, 
Oh. And I think actually, um, I think that, I don't know if it was a girl or a guy. I can't remember. It was, it was a very small person. So it was a young person. But I think they won, um, I guess, the costume best in show. But what was so funny is when I was in line for um, Brendan Fraser's autograph, um, the actress that plays Chrissy, she was right next door. She was one she filled in for like some of the guys, some of the other ones that had pulled out. So she was over here and I was like, oh, my God, I said, this Vecna comes up here and I'll be damned if the Vecna didn't come up there. So they had like this big old like production. <laughs> nice. like, oh, my God. Oh, God. <laughs> But um, Greg will do with the guitar. <laughs> yeah, I say, I'm assuming it's something I haven't seen quite yet. Okay, gotcha. There was a lot. There was a lot of Stranger Things um, cosplays. You tell us saw a ton of Eddies. I mean, there was a ton of um, Maxes. Um, some of the Maxes were like really cool. It's like you like just her or like in the hospital gown. <laughs> mm-hmm. But. Um, but my son was super excited because he wanted to go dressed as Dr. Fate. And I think he had a couple of, I had a few people take photos with him. And mm-hmm. that was, he was so excited. That and is awesome. You, and Claire dressed you, as, you did well with that. Mm-hmm. Well, and I mean, I, and I saw a couple other um, Dr. Fates, which they had like the shiny helmets and all this. But I was like, mm, my kid, he was the best. Of course. Of course. <laughs> like bringing him up. Right. <laughs> so, let me ask you when you when you do these photo ops, like how long do you get with the stars? Is it like a hey, we exchange a couple of words and then photo? Yeah, it, it, it depends on the person. It really depends on the person because, like I said, the only experience I had was last year. It was um, because, like Shatner, he had the um, plexiglass, and mm-hmm. Brendan Fraser had the same. Mm-hmm. Um, you had Ashley Eckstein and Matt Latner. They were like more involved because even Ashley, she was like, let's say like this, you know, just do a you know, mm-hmm. Star Wars pose. Gotcha. Um, even um, Giancarlo, he was more like, hey, come on in, you know, let's, you know, get it. It totally depends on the person. Okay. It totally depends on the person. Hmm. Um, so that's one of those situations where maybe meeting your heroes may be a bad thing if the guy is having a bad day or is possibly just an asshole. It could well, be the, thing, the thing about it is Brent Spiner was supposed to be there this year, which he okay. was supposed to be there last year, but he pulled out both times. But it was so funny because I was when I was standing in line for um, Frazier, I would actually, I, I looked to... I looked to the side and I saw this guy dressed. I was like, I knew he was a Bajoran. And then I looked and he turned and he had the scar. I was like, was it Shaq, Shrek, the guy from um, Lower Decks? Shan. Oh. Strand. No. Strand, yeah. No. You no. know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. So and I looked, I was like, oh shit. I was like, you're, you know, he's like, yeah, yeah. So anyway, so, and that's the cool thing about it too, because even though you're out in public, you're around people that are your people. Because you can strike up conversations about anything and everything, especially because you know they're they're in their cosplays. You know this, especially because I always end up finding like the Star Trek people for some reason. <laughs> so we were you know chatting and um, they were talking about they had been to like this other con or whatever, and they had met Spiner. And I'm like, is he really more so like um, soon from Picard? Is that really how he is? And they're kind of like, yeah, pretty much. So I'm like, so I'm really not missing anything. They're like. Right. Not really. So, no, he so, he played uh, the dude from uh, uh, the Doctor in Independence Day. And I'm like, that's like more like who he really is. Yeah, like, really. This is part mm. of true personality. Mm-hmm. Mm. 
Data was such a like heavy acting thing for him that I mean everyone expected him to be more like that. But, but that's what I'm saying. It's like a lot of their personalities. It's like you know what you know you kind of expect and this kind of stuff. And it's and it's it's you, you kind of walk around. It's like like I saw Jake the Snake Roberts. Now I remember this yeah. guy from the night home yeah. slice. Homie was on straight oxygen, dude. I mean, oh. like I was like, ooh. I remember seeing um. Ted DiBiase last year. He won't look too good either. A lot mm. of these folks, these guys are kind of, they're not aging too well. But I mean, it's, it's kind of. got to make money somehow, though. I know, <laughs> you know, right? I mean, it's still, you know, people still love it. I mean, I still, you know, love seeing these guys. I mean, it's, yeah. it's just, wow. I'm like, you're, that's, you know, <laughs> so I would always catch myself like, that's so exciting. Yeah, I, I get totally starstruck. I mean, oh, I, yeah. I do. I mean, it's, it's just craziness. I would say if there's someone that you want to meet, Greg, that you, there's probably more than enough like footage on the internet for you to figure out like what they're really like. Right. So if you feel like you're really questioning like whether or not you want to pay the money to go meet that person, check it out. Like Ashley Eckstein, prime example, that girl is bubbly all the time and just ready to roll with the fans. She yeah. thrives off to the fans. So oh, she does. And there, was, and there were so many Ahsoka cosplays too. So I'm pretty mm -hmm. sure that, you know, they saw and And she normally, she dresses in some sort of Ahsoka coloring. You know, she'll have right. like this. Yeah. I mean, she's all of her she own. Her universe, yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, I can't wait to check it out. Like I said, I've already got it booked for next year, at least. <laughs> I'm told right now, a year away, that yes, we can definitely go. Let's get all. So we'll see normally, in six months, eight months, how that how that. Goes. I think normally everything because I think I got my tickets back in April. So normally about April first, sounds right. Yeah. Yeah, normally about the first of the year when they start talking about it. So you'll you'll start seeing people that they'll have there um, because you can always, you know, book it ahead of time. Mm -hmm. You know, kind of, and normally they normally they run like you know, 20% off or something, you know, for the, so, I mean, it's early buys. Yeah. It's feasible. I mean, it's feasible. Well, the, I know that whenever we'd first start talking about it, when you showed me the list first, the list grew of, of panelists, mm -hmm. like That's tremendously. Normally what and when it got to that point, yeah. like day of, like day of, I was like, wow, the list grew big time. Um, so hopefully that. The one thing Ron was mad about was, um, Oh God, why can't even think of his name? Jaws. Oh shit. What was his name? He was, him at, if I hadn't said anything, I would have known his name. Anyways, he was going to—he was supposed to be there, mm. and Brian actually has an original Jaws poster that his grandpa had. Oh wow! So he was going to get it signed, but of course, scheduling conflicts. Dude pulled out, and Brian's like, "Damn it, all the people!" Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, you know, and, and stuff like that yeah. happens. And if you, you know, if you pay for it in advance, I mean, you will get refunded. So I mean, it's not like it's. Okay, so if so, if I was to buy, like, just go ahead and buy. I, I, I know I want to meet this person. Um, Same thing with Brent Spiner. I had already paid for the, um, I think the photo op, but mm -hmm. since he had canceled, I got refunded. That's why I was still. That's how I found out about it before it was actually um, announced. Okay, well, that's not too bad then. But yeah, I'll definitely keep my eyes open. Richard Dreyfus, that's who it was. Yeah. That's, that's who Brian wanted to get to sign that, that poster. He was so pissed. <laughs> It'd be cool to have a poster signed. Well, because he's like one of the last ones that's still alive. Mm -hmm. I forgot how old that movie is. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's like I, I will tell you right now. Seven? Uh, talking about like things that I, that I did watch, I watched that uh, uh, Disney Plus um, Light and Magic, the whole thing based off of ILM. 
and it takes you down like that that road like that historic road of all visual effects and things like that and that mm -hmm. it it sucked because they didn't really pay homage to things like um jaws and stuff like that they mm -hmm. it was everything pretty much star wars and post right but you want to talk about like a great show that makes you think it it brings up names and people's faces and things you haven't thought about in forever fantastic <laughs> hmm. let's check it out you said it's on disney plus yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a seven or eight part mini series. Well, it's just like a docu series type thing. Okay, but it's really good because I mean we're all like we all love that type of stuff. Like mm -hmm. you know what what makes something look cool. And Island has always been like a, a one of those like dream jobs. You know, like in the back of my head, like what would I do and like how could I do it? Always just make stuff, just have fun with it. But their heyday was like when you know Star Wars and terminator and alien and like all that stuff was kind of up and coming and mm -hmm. then now it's now they have vfx strikes <laughs> so yes. oh and the last thing i cannot forget is one of my um i got an act one of my childhood um little deals i sat on battle cat oh yes oh, yeah, yes you right. showed us the picture that is pretty awesome so, I mean, that's one of those things where any other time I'm just, you know, because my kids are like, Mom, what the hell? What are you doing? Because they had Battle Cat and they had, what was it, Panthera? It was the, the purple skeleton with purple cat was off to the side, too. Mm -hmm. It was like the same size. But Brian, <laughs> because I can't remember which kid, we kind of like broke off and like would take a kid and just kind of like, because it's like the whole floor had all the dealers and all that kind of stuff. So, he knew when I came around the corner when I saw it because Kit was right in front. It was right in the corner, right in front. And then right beside it was Battle Cat. So you had Kit, which we saw last year. And I was just like, holy shit, this is cool, too. And then, I, then as soon as I turned my head, Brian was standing right there. He's like, he's like there it is, Sarah. I'm just like, <laughs> okay, who do I give my money to? Because the guy, the guy, there was a there was a guy and a lady that were man in the booth. And the guy, he was, um, it was Tony Stark, 100%. Yeah, Tony Stark. Tony Stark. I don't even know if he's cosplaying or what, but that dude was Tony freaking Stark. Okay, hmm. <laughs> I mean the glasses, the, the whole nine yards. I was just like, okay, nice. this is awesome. So I walk up to him. I said, I'm gonna sit on that. I want that shield and I want that power sword. He said, Do you want the the He Man or the um, Shira? The He Man. What's wrong with you? Yeah, of course. So he's like, it's heavy. I was like, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, yeah. So everybody that saw cool. that. They were like, that's just cool. I said, yeah, that Battle Cat has seen better days, but I don't care. Don't care. It looked pretty good in the picture. I was say maybe up close, you might be able to see blemishes, but it looked pretty good in the picture. I was, I was jealous. Yeah, it, was like, it, looked, it, looked, it looked, it seemed better days, but I was like, you know, you're far enough. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. <laughs> It'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, sounds like you had a, fun. yeah, it sounds like you had a really awesome time. Like, I, well, the yeah, fun I thing too is, like I said, it's like, you know, seeing the uh, everybody else, you know, their cosplays. Mm -hmm. um, it's just like, matter of fact, um, our neighbors, which, I mean, they're pretty much like family. So it's like their um, daughter and son, they were both there. Um, the one, she was dressed as um, Black Widow, which I means she's 16, going on 17. So, I mean, she's still young and trim and all that kind of stuff. And then the boy... For initially, he was going to, um, he told me he was going to Maverick. I said, okay. But then we kind of talked back and forth. He sent me a photo of Beast Boy. I said, you want to do Beast Boy? He's like, I want to do Beast Boy. I said, do Beast Boy. That's good. So he probably, he basically showed up by the time we left. So, um, 
but yeah, it was, there was a lot of really good cosplays. Um, a lot of folks that were really had no, they were no body consciousness at all. They were like, we're here and we're going to roll mm -hmm. and it's going to be, it, it is as it is. There you go. So, <laughs> span and spandex. Yeah. So, I mean, and, and that's the cool thing about it because, you know, it's like I was telling you guys when you're standing in line, I mean, you really don't know a stranger because, mm -hmm. you know, you've all of you have like shared experiences or, you know, you sit by talking about because a lot of people, and like I said, a lot of these people, I know they don't come out, out in public except for cons. And you can tell, just like there was one girl, one lady, she, she was probably about my age. She was dressed as Kaylee. I was like, huh. So I had to tell her, you know, that about, it's like, yeah, it's like, yeah, Firefly, you know, love it because you know, that's where Gage got his middle name. That's, you know, influenced Gage's middle name, influenced Claire's middle name. Um, you know, played that music at my flipping wedding. I mean, you know, hey, we loved it. We loved mm -hmm. it. It's like oh, I had yeah. to tell her about willing. I was like, my husband and I, we dated. We watched Smallville all throughout it. That's how I knew something was crazy because I knew I was supposed to go to his house on Tuesday night, but he wanted to come. And he wanted me to come to his house on Wednesday night, and that was the night that he proposed. See, there you go. There you go. So, I mean, you know, context <laughs> it was <just> crazy. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I loved like I said, I've just going to that last anime con that I went to. I can't wait mm -hmm. to go to this Galaxy con, but I love the concept of of the cosplay because my daughter's really big into it, and it's one of those things that I think it takes guts. To be sure, not a lot of people think that it's like really, really weird, but I think it's because they're scared to, to to put themselves in that situation. I think it takes guts, and I love that when I was at that anime con with my daughter, seeing all these mm -hmm. kids and adults having such a great time, feeling like they're in their own element, and my daughter felt so good about it. Like it was your daughter did such cool. a good job too. <laughs> yeah, I, I think she did too. She loved it, but it was just so cool to like she she finally got to see like that there are tons of other people, and this wasn't even a huge con. Tons mm -hmm. of other people that are here that are in the same kind of stuff as you. Like the way you feel and you like doing this is not weird. I don't want her to feel that way. It's my um, people. It's my people. It, it, exactly. <laughs> but it's uh, it's I, like I said. I think it's it takes bravery to be on to be honest to do it with you because or to to do cosplay because it, you can suffer a lot of embarrassment from some people. But you know, that's just a risk you got to take. But honestly, when you're in something like that, like I said, with Gage walking around, you know, I mean, his costume, it wasn't perfect, but you knew mm -hmm. who he was. I mean, mm -hmm. we had to kind of take a little bit of liberty because, you know, he he grown grown a little bit since last Halloween. So, right. So we're going to know people are just like, Dr. Fate, man, that's cool. That's awesome. You know, and then, you know, they look at me like, you're a kid. I was like, yeah, we know some old school DC. We're good. There you go. Yeah. I'm trying to go. bring my boy up right. So. <laughs> Dude, three decades ago, man, it used to be taboo, you know, yeah. and we've gone so far around the horn now that uh, it's 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 weird if you don't. Yeah. Well, see, that's, that's one of the reasons why I, cool. I want to get like the multi multi days multi days for next year is because I want to do my own mm -hmm. because it's you know, and that was one of the reasons why I had gotten the Revan costume um, because I did it for Halloween, but then. You got to remember, too, you know, Raleigh at the end of July is freaking hot, dude. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you, there were people out there. I'm like, I know y'all are melting right now. Mm -hmm. Even Gage had to come out of his because he's like, Mama, it's hot. I told you. I told you. So it's like one day to go and like, you know, just get your photos or, you know, do that kind of thing. Or because I would just feel kind of weird if I was like taking photos with you Tom Willing dressed as Revan. I'm like, mm, that just don't feel right. That would feel right. Feel right, you know. Yes. I mean, <laughs> so it's like one sense. day you can do the whole, you know, cosplay thing. And if you take photos with, you know, say if you're doing some Star Wars, 
with Star Wars people or, you know, the Trek people or, you know, whatever, you know, that makes sense. But yeah, dude, I just want to, I just want to just stroll right through there and just be yeah. like, yeah, yeah. And then, you know, they like the costume contest too. I mean, cause they have all kinds of stuff. I think they even have like a Star Wars room. You know, I know they like everything just kind of everybody. And they always have like, was it the, um, was it the five first? The ones with the Mandalorians. Mm-hmm. I saw them walk through because they were there last year too. It's like, you know, they always have like their small little garrisons, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like you would see the first stormtroopers and then the, uh, yeah, uh, it's like the different uh, ones are. Yeah. They're, I, I normally remember the names, but I'm going to blink on it because you brought it yeah. up. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. It's like, you know, you, you, it was like you would see groups and then you see like singular, but you know, either it didn't matter, matter if it was like totally intricate, if it was like super simple, it was like, you knew what it was, you saw it. I mean, it was, it was still fantastic. Um, oh, and there was a suicide squad choker. Nice. <laughs> With a really damn good looking Batman. Too, so I'm like, so yeah, we came around the corner. I was like, "Oh my god, really?" It's like this guy. <laughs> See, that, that's my only issue. It, that's the, probably the reason why I haven't done any, like cosplay, like big time cosplay, is because if I'm doing it, I'm it's got to be proper, man. And I'm not knocking anybody who can who can do it budget wise or make their own stuff or anything like that. And I could do that, but now nah, I'm too lazy to make it myself. You know, to, and I'm I, too I particular. Think, it's like I don't I'm think I can make details. it look good enough. If I did it myself. Yeah, uh, Ross is. I, I, I could have Ross make it for me. Ross could make it for me, and it would be uh, yes, because I'd be like, "Hey, man, I need you to make this line per- line up perfect on this," and it would come back. Just get your measurements, perfect. man. Tell me what you want to do. Yeah, we'll spray paint your ass, not like your said, ass literally, because I'm not like, spray painting your ass. <laughs> like I said, there was some really good Ahsokas, especially with like the headpieces and stuff. There was like mm-hmm. some really good ones, and I mean, yeah. I just think now, you know, there's more because you know, years ago, it's like you had to figure it out. I mean, mm-hmm. you really didn't have all the YouTube. You didn't have mm-hmm. the Etsy. You didn't have, you know, all this where, Amazon. or you didn't have Instagram where you could actually talk to people, you know, mm-hmm. that you see that they were doing these cosplays. Like, um, like the one I'm interested in doing, there was, I think she's over in Europe or whatnot. So I found hers and I sent her a message and said, Hey, how did you, you know, do this, that, and other? And then she was like, well, it's like, you know, I did this, this, and this. And, mm-hmm. you know, you know, it's, now you have the opportunity of like bouncing ideas off because it's not like this kid secret where you're like, Oh my God, I can't tell anybody. Right. So that's the I difference. Mean, like the, the crazy thing about the five of first is that you have to adhere to the standards. Mm-hmm. You have to literally have like the movie accurate stuff. Mm-hmm. And not only that, it doesn't have to be purchased by anyone in particular, but it like, there are so many how to's like they will help you go every step of the way problem is that you just have to hit all of the milestones that they need you to hit right. with all of that cosplay right but all of the other stuff all the pre-range stuff i mean anything that you want to do man you're i love the open-mindedness of people when it comes to stuff like that mm-hmm. uh it was just a couple months ago when um when uh the what if show was out people had retasked like their their Iron Man armor and stuff like that for like straight zombie stuff. And like all seeing all those pictures on the internet, it's like completely amazing because you know what? They're taking the idea and running with it. The same mm-hmm. thing that the movie studios do. Mm-hmm. So when you have the ability just to have fun with it, I think that's where you have the fun with it. See, to mm-hmm. me, I feel like a good cosplay is it does not have to be every single detail, but if it's enough to where you recognize it, it's successful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, hundred percent. 
Yeah. And I think and, that's and sometimes in the and I think sometimes those are the best ones. And I'll tell you what changed the game up. I mean, two things really. Amazon being able to have access to have this stuff and be delivered to you so quickly and and and, and 3D printers being uh, more mm -hmm. accessible like at homes. Mm -hmm. Like I'll 3D printers 3D change printers. the game. Like, yeah, like especially can, for like the helmets and stuff. Oh, mm -hmm. absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, and it's when you can buy one for shy of $300, I mean, just to make some stuff that you want to make for your own self and, mm -hmm. and turn it into, like you said, helmets or, or any props or anything else. But not only that, I mean, you can go to dude, Joanne's and stuff like that's been around forever. You know, I mean, that's where people go and they, they buy foam, they buy all this stuff to make, you know, the gigantic Japanese swords and like whatever they're into, but you just take whatever you want mm -hmm. and come up with an idea and yeah. it, the the more that you dive into it the more simple that you realize it is to do just about anything mm -hmm. yeah yeah i looked at somebody who put stormtrooper costumes like together like just out of um cardboard like it's what it started with just yeah. cardboard pieces they cut out and the stuff they covered them with and painted and like by the time i got done i was like okay oh, it's, an illusion. Yeah. it's just illusion. a lot of it's just a good paint job mm -hmm. <laughs> Like they have cars a lot of times too. So. I know a lot of folks like that too. Yeah, that's Ooh. true. <laughs> As we're talking about cosplaying, that feels like a very low blow. <laughs> uh, um, no, I'm super excited about mine though. It's just gonna, yeah. As long as you can rock the head tails out right. I think I got yeah. it now. Get it. Uh, yeah. But. All right. Well, uh, is there anything else you wanted to say about your Comic Con experience, your Galaxy Con experience? I. Don't know if I could go to a bigger one. Let's put it that way. Okay. Because the convention center in Raleigh is pretty damn big. Mm. And, you know, that it's, there's so much because <laughs> it's funny because when there was, there was like a couple, there was like a group of guys that were like, in, they're like, this is our first one. I'm like, whoa, you just wait. Just kind of just, it just try to take everything. You can't really take everything in because there's right. so much going on. <laughs> Because, like I said, on one side they have like the photos, and then uh, kind of around on one side they have what they call um, Celebrity Alley, where they have all the tables and stuff. And then on um, basically in the centers where they have up all the, the dealer booths and everything set up, and then kind of like off the sides is where they have like a lot of, you know, like had Kit, Battle Cat, you know, all that just stuff that you could actually see. Right. So I mean, it's 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 really well thought out, and honestly, when you do get in these lines, you do go fairly fast. Um, and I know for Saturday, all day Saturday, I knew like all the tickets were sold out for that one. Mm -hmm. So I think there were more people there this year than there were there last year. But I mean, it's it's still an enjoyable experience. Um, I think it's probably like one, like the only time where there are a lot of people where I don't feel like I'm like, I got to get too deeply in here, mm -hmm. you know, that kind of thing. So because I mean, you have all these great cosplays to look at. You have, you're like, oh my God, there's that, 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 that. So you, it takes your mind off of it. Mm -hmm. It's not like standing in an airport. Yes. Yeah, so you're like, if, you, if you're not going to pay to go see a bunch of different celebrities, you can still have a good time just in looking at it. Oh, absolutely. I mean, because you, know? you can walk by booths and you can see these people and you're just like, holy shit, the, you know, so and so is sitting right there. Mm -hmm. Just like I said, well, I was in line for one. Brian's like, he texted me. He's like, I saw Tom Willing and Erica Durant. I'm like, so i mean you know just you know that kind of thing which one year i mean i will want to go to like the after like they'll like like this year they have like a smallville you know q a type thing what was um with tom willing and michael rosenbaum you know i would have liked to have gone to that but you know it's 
you got to kind of pick and choose sometimes because unless right. you're like full bore, because it it's a lot to take in. It mm-hmm. really is. You got to kind of have to plan it out. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, the good thing is that it lets you know in advance what's going on, so you can at least have a chance to try to plan it mm-hmm. out, and plan your day out. It never goes according to plan, I'm sure, but you can have well, an idea. Of what they normally get like you would get a um, a schedule would have like events. Mm-hmm. You know, like, you know, the costume or, you know, this, that, and other. But when it comes down to, like, photo ops and stuff, you only have this one little screen you got to look at. And it sucks. Because yep. it gets kind of crazy. But for the most part, I mean, everything's pretty planned out. And it's, you just kind of got to pick and choose. But I will throw the money down next year. I'll be damned if I'm waiting in lines like that. Because that was just, there was too much to do. I agree. It, it definitely changes the game. It's like a, just going to an amusement park. We debated mm-hmm. on getting the fast Fast hats. You know, like... <laughs> And now that I'm, I've decided after 38 years old with kids going to an amusement park, I am too old and impatient mm-hmm. for the rewards of an amusement park to not buy a fast pass if I ever go again. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's just not happening. I'll save up for it and I'll plan for it because, exactly. yeah, waiting in line for hours and hours for anything that's fun is great after you get done. But on the way there, man, <laughs> you're questioning what you're doing. Yep. You know? Well, see, and that's the thing about it too, because if you're in line too, you're like looking at your watch. You're like, I know this is about to go. It's like I want to enjoy my time, but go, go, go. I got. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just yeah. like uh, you know, it's almost like you're watching. I don't want to have to watch the clock. Yeah, and for me, when that, I'm like that, every little thing pushes. Like I'm, I'm edgy about everything. Like I'm, I get upset about everything whenever mm-hmm. it's like that. So I just I don't like being in those kind of situations. You know, because when I'm in a line, I feel like I'm wasting so much time. In line, <laughs> you know. <laughs> It was probably a good thing for me to so in line. It was probably a good thing because I spent way too much money last year. <laughs> That's why I said you could you could just about expect to, to drop a solid G because at the end of the day, if there's going to be things that you want to see when I purchase, mm-hmm. not only are you paying for the people that you want to see, but there's going to be tons of things that you want to buy. Yeah. I did get I mean, another meal more. Another what? Another what? Uh, meal more. Hammer. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. There you go. Another yeah. Jonathan. <laughs> yeah. Yep, it's pretty much yeah. It's, oh, it's up engaging Jonathan. right now. So. It sucks because I love mine so so much. Like I said, it was done by some guy with a three D printer, so it's not like the the, mm-hmm. the commercialized ones. So it's painted gorgeously. It's got weight to it. But now that I've seen the movie with the busted one that breaks up into different bullets, like I've got to I've got to have <laughs> one that'll do that. I don't want one that's busted up unless it can do that. So when you give me that technology, that magnetic technology. Oh, I got one more little story to tell you guys. Okay. Well, I was standing in line for um, Katie um, Sackhoff. Gage was kind of sitting off to the side because he was getting impatient. So he sat off to the side. He was like sitting on the floor. He was playing on his phone. And um, Sean Gunn walked by. Mm. And it was like, and he was like, yeah, that's Sean Gunn. I looked. I said, Gage. It's like, what? I said, Sean Gunn just walked by. You could have been like, hey, man, what's up? He's like, <laughs> didn't you send us a picture of that didn't you take a picture and send us that i don't know if i sent a picture of him or not i don't know i don't remember that day was a lot. I so. well I, I just seem to remember seeing something about oh you know what it was i was going through the celebrity list with my wife when i was trying to convince her to go that's what it was and we had just seen uh well i did walk by his table i did see him standing there and i'm like okay. he looks he looks the same <laughs> he looks i mean he's nothing you know so, you know how some actors look a little bit different than their characters but i'm like oh, yeah. no he looks the same he looks the same yeah, he, he doesn't have to do much makeup for his role, right? Mm-hmm. No, well, but but no. that was one of the convincing. Pretty much, as is, no assembly required. 
Um, yeah, my uh, that was one of the that's what it was. I was going through the the list because my wife was like, well, "What kind of people are there?" When I was trying to convince her to go, and like I saw we had just gone and seen Thor: Love and Thunder at the drive-in mm-hmm. the night before, so she'd seen Sean Gunn, and I was like, "You saw him last night in that movie," and I was like, "Remember this scene?" She was like, "Oh yeah, I did." So that was like selling point right there. Mm-hmm. Didn't even know who it was, but it's somebody she saw on the movie screen. I was like, "Okay, cool." Like my wife and see, and the cool stuff. thing about it is like they have a lot of like um, comic book folks. They have a lot of um, voice actors. Um, I mean, there's, you know, I guess. Like I said, it's it's more generalized, you know, what you would think of when you know, like Star Wars, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of that. But I mean, there's a lot of anime too, because um, like I was looking at, I think like the voice actor of, um, you know, some folks from Demon Slayer, you know, there mm-hmm. was some from, oh God, what was it? I know there was one guy that was the voice of Vegeta. And so I told Gage, I was like, this is it. And Gage was like, mm, that's okay. I'm like, well, if it was Vegeta itself, he'd be all over him. He'd be all <laughs> right. You know, but I mean, you know, there's still, you know, a ton of, you know, and, you know, like I said, um, you know, comic book artists, you know, there were a lot of those are um, there. So, I mean, there's, there's a wide array of folks. I mean, this is, this is not a small one. So, I mean, this is a pretty nope. decent size. One. I mean, Raleigh's a big Besides city. Besides Tom, what was your favorite part? How can it be another great part? I mean, like, I, I think the only thing would have been better if like Brenda Fraser put his arm around me sick. I think that would be like just, but Battle Cat was pretty damn cool. Yeah. That was pretty damn yeah. cool. The only, See, the would, only thing that would have like been better than that was actually holding the Sword of Omens. That would have been the only thing. Oh. Yeah. Because, I mean, this is my childhood. I mean, this was my, <laughs> this is, this is like the epitome of my childhood. And it'll never die as long as mm-hmm. these cons go on. You know? Yes, absolutely. So, <laughs> never die, baby. That's right. Well, uh, all right. You want to? Is, is there anything else you want to talk about? The con? We can wrap that up. And I think that's up. about it. I mean, it's okay. just if anybody has every opportunity in your hometown or a town nearby or whatever. Because I mean, you know, they're all over the country. You know, big, small. It don't matter. Mm-hmm. If you have yeah. the opportunity, I highly suggest you go because oh, yeah. it's an experience that you can't even describe because it's just so damn cool. <laughs> I mean, like I said, Greg, even, even that, you know, the small Wilmington one was the same yeah. thing. I mean, like yeah. it just a day out and not only a day out, but a fun day out. I mean, mm-hmm. you see all the, the cosplays there. Yeah. And I mean, you know, and with, with dealers too, because, you know, you'll see stuff, like I said, just walking down, you know, Mildor, you know, it's just like, okay, just like, Oh my God, look at this. I kind of picked it up and I was like, I said, so how much is this? He told me what I was. I said, all right, we'll get it. We'll take one. <laughs> there yeah. you go. So, I mean, it's just, that's just an experience that if you have the opportunity, I'd go for it. I mean, that's, this and you know, our wheelhouses because that's the stuff we like to talk about. Yeah. And then to see, you know, your favorite actor or actress. I mean, that just really just adds to it. You're just like, oh. <laughs> it, it's a place where you can go where you can always fit in, feel like you fit in. Like, yes. you know? And even with your like all of yourself, you know, with this, this grin on your face, you know, my wide, you know, they, you are able to let these folks know how much they mean to you. And you're like, you know, just like I said, telling Brendan Fraser, thank you so much for coming because I mean, this is like an absolute treat. I mean, no, I'd never expected. So, yeah. sorry, Clay, I'm sitting here just fangirling all over um, Brendan Fraser. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Clay, what's up, buddy? How you doing? 
doing pretty good i haven't seen you guys in a while just wanted to jump in i just got done recording myself uh i am watching game of thrones for the very first time uh yeah uh season one just got through episode five just now um recording each episode uh my reactions and everything uh for our patreon uh so I was, I was, I just exited and saw that you guys were recording. I was like, oh shit, let me come say hi. Uh, I, I took a peek on YouTube just to see what you guys were talking about. And uh, I know that Sarah had a really fun time at a con earlier uh, in the week, saw her pictures uh, with freaking He-Man stuff and with Tom <laughs> Welling. And uh, I totally agree with the whole sentiment of if you have the chance to go to a big con, mm-hmm. go to a big con, but yeah. also just because I had the experience of uh, helping a con come up in my town uh, and run it. That is amazing. Also. So you, if you even have a small con and have like maybe like one or two big people and then everything else is just like local stuff, go to that also support your yeah. local. Uh, oh, absolutely. Cons as well. So mm-hmm. yeah, hundred percent agree. Man. Same way as buying you know, paperback comic books, man, go to your store, but go to the store and buy them. You want those stores to stay You get to meet people in your community. I mean, that's probably the biggest, the biggest positive of that whole entire situation. You can meet people that are into the same stuff that you are in your community because chances are, even if you're into the same stuff and you're all on social media, you may not find each other. Yeah. It may take you forever to come across that, you know? So, yeah. Good point. point. Uh, Well, Clay, we were just about to just go over, uh, just play a bunch of trailers and talk about them if you want to hang out and talk with us. Actually, uh, Abby is almost done with dinner, so I just wanted to pop by, say hi, um, <laughs> and uh, I might be pupping on uh, more so in October because that is when baby is due, and I'll have more time to chill. There you go. And so I know that this is a very chill he stream. He's gonna have more time to chill when the baby. No, 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 no. <laughs> I know it's so cute. I mean, more so like without structure. You know, yeah. like you guys have like topics to talk about, but y'all just chill. And and right. that's what I love about this podcast. So, yeah. uh, so I good. will I will jump out. Y'all have fun. Uh, good uh, to see you, Clay. <laughs> it, it, yeah, it's, it is great. I I will say this. Um, be just because of the big nerd that I am towards Power Rangers at the end of August is the uh, Power Morphicon that happens every two years. Um, and uh, the new Power Rangers franchise that's coming up on Netflix should like have some sort of announcement. So I'm really excited about that. So if I can jump on here at the end of August, that that's one I want to jump on. So For sure. Yeah, man. Bring uh, it, man. All right, buddy. Well, hit me up. Good to see, see you, it. man. Exactly. Good luck with that Game of Thrones, man. Because, <laughs> dude, I like just. I mean, I'm I'm the I'm the only one I feel like in the world that has not seen that show yet. And just, oh wait, Sarah, even, have you not? I'm right there with you, buddy. I'm, I'm you right there with seen, you. You no, haven't, haven't seen it. it? Oh, see, I saw the first episode. I saw the first episode when the brother was was having sex with the sister at the end of the first episode. I was like, okay, this show is going to be interesting, and then I just never went back. <laughs> <laughs> there's like, there's just like I was just saying on my recording that this was the first episode that here in my computer chair I was like leaning back clenching my fist and like wincing and I was like oh shit like stuff is really starting to happen mid season okay. on the first season yeah. so it's it's pretty intense it's yeah. really really fun I want to I've gone it. back and watched every single season 
before the next season aired. Jeez. I mean, like every single time it came out, like it was. I mean, up until like I felt like season six or seven, I started to fall off of that. But that's like just kind of fatigue. But at the same time, the show is so good. I'll it's play, have so you great. Seen, have quality. you seen Stranger Things? Have you seen all all seasons of Stranger Things? I've only seen season one. So I'm not that weird then. I've only yeah. seen episode one. Oh, I mean, you're weird, but I mean. I mean, I am weird. Yeah. <laughs> it's not because of that. That's right. <laughs> yeah, I've only seen season one, but uh, due to what the podcast that I'm doing for our Patreon is called for the first time, uh, Stranger Things is on the list as well as Dexter. Um, I have uh, Rick and Morty on the list also. There's a lot of stuff that I kind of, I was a little bit of a hipster where like everybody was like, you need to watch the show. I was like, and it's because of that. I will not watch the show right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I have a lot of, I have a big backlog, so it's, it's going to be fun. Well, Clay, wait, wait, you, you're going to have a little one. And when that little one gets a little bit older, cause my little one, my youngest is the one that got me to watch the stranger things. She watched the last season by herself. When I watched it, I'm like, how in the hell did you sit there and watch this by yourself, little girl, and mm-hmm. were able to sleep at night? Because I would have been absolutely <laughs> petrified at nine years old. Yes, I'm a great mother. <laughs> but still, I'm like, oh, my gosh, with her little self running around her Hellfire Club shirt. I'm like, yes, yes, that's my child. I'm I'm starting to see, like, a lot of spoilers on TikTok and stuff. Like, we all know about the it's whole thing with Metallica and, and, and that whole thing. It's like it, I saw that and I was like, man, I need to really catch up. Right. But <laughs> I don't know when I will. Such a so. great scene. See, that's what's so funny because it's set in 86 and now everybody's like, Eddie, oh my God. I'm like, have you looked at your parents' yearbooks? Mm-hmm. <laughs> because then maybe some of those guys you were like yeah they were cute some of them no, not so you, much. you, you yeah. get like the the one thing that of course irks me is like you you get like the gen z being like oh man this new metallica is like cool right. and i'm just like you son of a <laughs> i can't do it all i, I know i know that i was like that as a kid i, yeah, I was doing the songs yeah. you know like you know my my parents were just like yeah like we grew up with that and i'm like Oh, well, right now it's cool. So, I mean, like, bring it all back, you know? <laughs> yeah. But that's what I've heard for the, the next season of Stranger Things. I think it's supposed to be set in the 90s. So I'm like, that's my way. The last season of Stranger nice. Things. Yeah. It's Before be a little the spin neon, on then, huh? Neon colors and. <sighs> okay, you think it's funny because, like I said, that one outfit that Eleven wore, I swear, I had that. I had that jumpsuit or whatever the hell it was i had that shit i'm telling you i wore that shit in eighth grade or it was like middle school it was like no hell it might have been like fourth fifth grade i wore that shit mm-hmm. yeah exactly with the bangs no, they're and right. the record, you know? it's all yeah, it's all coming up stranger yeah it's just right, good guys. luck with your game of thrones watch man <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, gonna be, it's, it's a lot of fun but uh fun. i will see you guys later all all right, bye. Bye. <laughs> well that was a nice little treat clay popping on uh well yeah I'm, I'm excited for the power rangers that he has coming up that's gonna be really fun i'm excited for that series and really i think austin st john was there. there i think he was there too I know oh yeah he, I yeah he know. was there that's right He's yeah. everywhere yeah I mean, I mean what else has he got to do I, I mean true but i mean like why not like uh, hey if you want a fun job do what you like that man's doing what he likes <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't it be cool though to know that like what 25 years ago you played a character as a teenager on a show for six years and you've been able to basically ride that out for the rest of your life 
just signing autographs. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. pick one. Like, well, he's at least what, what, he's at least been in a few other things. I know, but when you think about Mark Vogels, who do you think of? Oh, uh, uh, yeah. I definitely don't yeah. think of. I can't, I can't even remember the name of the, the law show he was on. He was a lawyer with. Ray Park has been playing Darth Maul forever, and that's the only thing that like, he's ever done. He was Toad. He was Toad too, wasn't he? He was yeah. Toad. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So. But like I said, I mean, <laughs> he did something else too, but it was very minor. I can't remember. Like I said, people talking about Brendan Fraser. He will forever be Rick O'Connell to me. They was like, yeah. oh, it's always that because you know you got Encino Man. You know, mm -hmm. there was one of them. I was like, what about Airheads? Oh, I haven't seen that. Oh, I love Airheads. I mean, you know, it's just, it's all in what you just, you know, take to heart. Yeah. I mean, it's, yeah. <laughs> he, he, I'm telling you, and I'm sorry because I have seen him do so many movies. I've grown up with his movies. But man, if Robot Man is not my favorite thing, <laughs> I'm sorry. I love it. I don't, yeah. like I've t I told you guys in the text, I'm like, his, his utterly ridiculous ridiculously awesome use of a four-letter word will forever live on with me oh and i meant to tell you fellas too um, um katie sackoff wanted me to tell you guys hello nice and then i also told um emmy which is allison and i told her i was like how much we love umbrella academy i said look i got my fellas you know we podcast matter of fact that's what that got their podcast started she was like oh my god that's so awesome <laughs> Cool yeah, that would be awesome. Hey, shoot, shoot her an invite sometime, you know. Shoot her <laughs> time, but. I know, you're right? I just, oh, like, wanted to, to strangle her in the last season. Yeah, well, hey, good acting. Yeah, that's yeah you're, right. Good acting. you're so, right. You're right. I'm sure that, that they get, I wonder how many times a day we meet and greet, say, people that I like have podcasts are like, hey, man, would you like to come on sometime? I'm sure they get that so many times a day. Well, it was so sweet when I was in the line for her. There was like this fella in front that he actually, I don't know if he wrote this book or whatever, but he actually gave her this book. Mm -hmm. And I was like, well, I said, that's kind of, you know, isn't that awesome? And she was like, oh my God, this is great. So she asked the guy, she's like, can you autograph it for me? So I was just like, this is, and that's what I'm saying. It's like, you know, that give and take. And, right. and it just depends on the person, you know, because it's yeah. like if it's somebody else that was, you know, let's say more established, shall we say. I doubt that would have been, you know, the case. Yeah. But I mean, that was just like to something totally down to earth, and was like totally sweet and just totally like normal. Yeah. Nope. Well, they were talking about that on a radio show that I had about how these actors set their own prices for stuff, and like mm -hmm. sometimes they'll price themselves out. Like, how do you know if you've priced yourself out? If you go to one of these things and you're charging one hundred twenty dollars for an autograph, and you have a very short line, mm -hmm. and everybody else is charging sixty bucks for theirs, and they're like, like. You're pricing yourself out of making more money, you know, because you think you're such a big star. Well, but some of them are big enough stars. Yeah. I mean, some know? of them, you know, they can pull that. But I mean, then again, it's like, you know, why are you there? Right. Yeah. It's like, you know, if you, what, what was that um, show, Con Man with um, Alan Tudyk? You know, he kind of like went, I forgot, I forgot yeah. what. No, what I'm not talking about. It's, it was yeah. years ago. It was, it's been a few years. But it's just like, he would just go to like these cons and it was just like, you know, how you just make your money and they just kind of skirted by, but still, I mean, it depends on, you know, do you want, are you there for the fans or are you there for the money? Right. Yeah. That's and a lot of, you can tell, you can tell the difference. And that all comes down to what we were saying about meeting your heroes may not be a good thing. Sometimes I know I've met some athletes 
that I thought were my heroes before and, and comedians. And, and after I met them, I was like, yeah, they're not my hero anymore. I still, I'll still pay to watch you play or, or speak, but you're not my hero. So, well, all right. Well, um, Hey, it was a big con. Lots of stuff to talk about. It don't bother me. You know, um, I, I can't wait to go next year. So, but let's talk about some trailers. Or do you, Ross, did you have anything specifically news wise that came out? I know you'd mentioned this whole DC debacle thing going on. Let, let's break down this thing because I don't know a whole lot about it. All I know from what's going on is they canceled the Batwoman or Batgirl movie, mm-hmm. right? They're continuing the show, and that's about all I know, because I didn't look anything up, and that was all we were talking about in the, <laughs> in the chat. They have canceled the uh, the Flash TV show is finally canceled. Okay. They are it, not it, going to even finish. Well, no, not, not. I don't know what their plan was for the last season, so I don't right. know if they got cut short and they're going to figure it out from there. But that show's done because what's going to happen is that they're actually kind of. Uh, transitioning completely away from the CW verse. They're doing so. All of this is happening because of the new merger with Warner Brothers and the powers that be that own HBO and all that other stuff. So they they dipped out. AT&T sold their controlling share in Warner Brothers um, to Discovery. So now I was reading that Paramount hit somewhere north of 43 million subscribers. Mm-hmm. And in the next, what year are we in? 2022. In the next three years, um, the HBO and Discovery Plus app combination they're going to try to make is going to try to top somewhere north of 140 million subscribers. Okay. So what's happening is that they're reassigning all of their assets. They're deciding to cancel the CW-verse because now they actually have Warner Brothers in a new ownership uh, position. They're kind of trying to decide what they want to do with it in order to make it more uh, linear, I guess, would be the best way to put it. You know, Whereas we look at like the MCU as being linear and the DCEU was kind of headed that way, it took a minute for it to gain any traction. And then once they started to gain traction, it kind of really <laughs> fell apart really fast. Yeah, and so now, Batgirl they're saying isn't in the direction they want to go. They still still want to release the Flash movie, but I'm not quite sure to like. I know, I know. Yeah. I said the same thing. I said the same thing while reading it. I'm like, why? <laughs> but here's the deal. It, it it all comes down to uh, the the shift in ownership actually comes down to a numbers game. And I knew it as soon as I was reading it, I'm like, I know why they're canceling the movie because they had to literally change the name of ownership of the company. And when you do that, mm-hmm. it's easier to cut your losses at that point. Right. Why they didn't cut the flash? That's because the movie was made all entirely 110% uh, under the old parent company, mm-hmm. AT&T. And so now that they're canceling Batgirl and I mean, the flash TV show is just kind of a falling to the wayside because they're canceling most of all the CW stuff. They're going to start phasing it out. Batgirl was cut because of taxes. Hmm. At the end of the day, they make more money or they save more money. I guess would be the best way to say it. Uh, if they don't ever put it on screen, but they can't ever show it period. 
No questions asked. No okay. one can see it. So, so two questions. You say they're canceling the DC or the uh, CW verse entirely because I thought they were keeping Batgirl, which I thought it was in that that CW verse, and it's Stargirl is in the CW verse now too. Correct? Just not. They're just what, not. What you're going to see is a phase out. Okay. You're going to see a phase out, and uh, you're, it's not going to all happen at once because I mean that I think what they have going on is those are. Uh, the ownership transition happens in different phases for each of these things. And so if they're already in production and if they're already spending money, it depends on who they're spending money with, what they're spending money on, all those types of things in order to figure out what saves them money. Uh, the Batgirl thing saved them somewhere near $200 million or something like that. And they've wow. lost the money, but they were only going to end up having to pay like $20 million or some some weird number like that. What they were doing was trying to figure out what they could do to come out on top. The best, the fastest, and the easiest. Yeah. And that yeah. was basically canceling the movie. Yeah. So well, it sucks. I mean, like, we don't, we don't, like, no one's ever going to see it. And I mean, imagine being that actress. Imagine yeah, being yeah. any of the people on the whole entire thing. You mm -hmm. just literally did something. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You did all of these things. And now they mean nothing. Mm hmm. Yeah, it sucks, and it, it it really sucks because like DC has changed their 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 path so many times, and it's just like I just want you mm -hmm. to pick a path and stick with it. Like, give me a story that I can you know bring together. Because now we got Batflick coming back, which don't get me wrong, I love that because he's my favorite Batman. But it's like, what are you doing? Like, what is this universe doing? It has no direction, and I get they're going with the whole multiverse thing, and everything's everything, and that's great. But if you're going to run with that, then at some point in time, you have to, like, give me some of that. You know, you have to give me some of this. Everything's together. Everything's intertwined. Give me some storyline to keep to tie all this together. Something, you know, I loved, 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 loved the first three seasons of, of Arrow. And then about season six, it got good again. Maybe halfway through five and six it got good again. And then it kind of tailed off towards the end. I love the first three seasons, two seasons of flash then after three it started to tail off and i stopped watching it beyond that i could have done without any other dc show and like dc cw shows what was so weird about the flash is like the first time i saw it i think i i think i binge like maybe like the first two or three seasons that's what and i did after, there that's and like did. after yeah. that one I, I want to say it's after the third season i was like okay this would be good y'all could stop it right now and i'd be perfectly mm -hmm. fine with it and that's what they should have done they should have stopped those shows with about three to five seasons let's say maybe no longer than five seasons because i think that is what's crippling the movie it's just universe. too long it's just it's too crippling. long because now you the have CW all these verse fans who is a serial verse it is built on serial uh television i mean like right. the, the whole point of that is to keep it going as long as possible telling these stories and not going too crazy in depth to a point that you're going to limit yourself from ever doing anything else ever again mm -hmm. because we, we we face the same problems with um all the big name movies you know like what if you kill the villain now in one movie you get the villain in one movie like mm -hmm. well, yeah but they told the story but once you get rid of that person or that 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 power struggle you can never bring it back again right well, these, these CW shows kept those types of things going. And all of uh, Marvel or DC, all of the street-level shows worked really well because they were able to keep things small enough to where they could keep them dragging on. Mm -hmm. The CW-verse was really good for DC, 
the problem that they ran into, or the problem that the, the DC's biggest problem is that they fall under the umbrella of other companies. Yeah, they don't have their own rights to turn around and do what they want to do. And well, I, they are making a DC Studios, aren't they? I saw something about that the other day. Some news about that. But I don't know how well, valid that would be. Fantastic, but I guarantee you, it's going to have a daddy they have to answer to. So, oh, yeah. what do you do at that point? You know, look, Marvel now has to answer to Disney, but at the same time, I'm pretty sure there was a deal made at that point when Disney purchased them that says, "Hey, we know that you want our money." And we will bring you our money, but we will do it on our terms. And yes, you can have influence, but who are the three big names in Marvel? They're not connected to Disney. They're originally Marvel-made names. The Kevin Feige, uh, the uh, the other two, which now that I'm talking about, I can't remember their names. But what I'm trying to say is that they have their own small committee that they, they, they keep close ties to. One of the three of them is connected to every single last thing they do. DC falls on the fact that they're reliant on Warner Brothers. It doesn't matter if they create DC. It depends on what their uh, hands-off approach is to whoever they have to answer to. Okay. I mean, that makes sense. I'm actually sitting here looking at an article right now in the Direct, and it's uh, from yesterday. It's saying Warner Brothers announces 10-year DC movie plan will mirror Marvel. So, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. I had 10 uh, years to do it, and uh, I've lived a decade and I didn't do it yet. <laughs> it says, as we look for the art, uh, let's see, um, similar to what Disney did with Marvel Studios and Kevin Foggy, it says, as we look at the opportunities that we have uh, broadly, DC is at the top of the list for us. You look at Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, Aquaman, and these are brands that are known everywhere in the world, and the ability to drive us all over the world with great stories is a big opportunity for us. We've done, uh, we have done a reset. Again, we have done a reset. We've structured business where we're going to focus. Uh, there will be a team with a 10-year plan focusing on DC. It will ver- er, it varies. Oh, it's very similar to the structure that Alan Horn and Bob Iger put together effectively with Kevin Foggy at Disney. So there, there you go. So it looks like after 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 12 years, they finally decided. That's hey, different works. Yeah, let's, let's, let's get a plan together. Yeah. Okay. And, and that was the difference with the, what you were saying a moment ago with the Marvel shows and the DC shows, I think, Ross, because the DC shows, the move like weren't intertwined with the movies. All the Marvel shows were from the movies that had like they were tributaries or like little branches of stuff coming off the movies. DC had these entire universes, which they could have taken that and put it on film or on the big yeah. screen and been okay with it, but they wanted to keep separate stories. And then they wanted to intertwine the stories. Then they wanted to keep the story separate. Then they wanted to cancel the stories they were doing. And it's like, well, like somebody's got to untangle this ball of yarn, man. Like it, it, it's really like, make up your damn mind. What do you want yeah. to do? One hand doesn't know what the other one's doing. I mean, that's what it, it keeps running into. And I'm pretty sure Warner Brothers has been, has traded hands like four times in the past 20 years. I, I feel like Warner Brothers is definitely like, uh, once again, too big for their own britches. Like you can't, you, you can't take a company like that and group it under other ones. I, it's you know the whole reason why monopolies are illegal in this country is that uh, too much power ruins things, and when you when you try to create 
you know, you look at Amazon, if Amazon were to turn around and, and to purchase all these other things, they could possibly ruin them. Why? Because their umbrella would grow too big. Mm-hmm. They created prime. They have their own thing, but you know what? They make their own content. That's their own thing. It's not, it, it comes with what you get. Mm-hmm. If you were to bring DC into that, I mean, that's a whole mess. That's a snake pit of problems that you're talking about because yeah. you do, you have to have people in charge, but there would be so many divisions. And once again, so many people to answer to like, where does it, it works well with Marvel because I, I mean, from my point of view, it works well with them because of the, the structure that they laid out. I mean, I don't think Paul Iger was going to put that in place as much as like the agreement that they have when they purchased them, put it in place. Um, but you look at what Feige did with Marvel right off the bat. They every docu series or documentary thing or, or story or article or whatever it is that you're, you you partake when it comes to that time frame of Marvel. They they took what they had, the rights they had, the things that they were capable of, and they made something with that, and they used that energy to steamroll into the, the next bigger thing. Mm-hmm. And that's yeah. what got them going. Yeah. Uh, they, 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 they had started idea. off as Marvel. Yeah. Well, they had the idea to begin with, which was just an idea, and they were going to work towards. And based on how right. things went with, the, with them working towards, it was going to determine where they went in the future, and it worked out well for them. I mean, the thing with Marvel is I think Marvel is so memorable and rewatchable, at least phase one, two, and three, uh, and the beginning of four. I mean, I'm, the stuff that's coming out now is not, it doesn't hit as hard or as home for me as the other stuff does. But I just watched uh, Endgame the other day, like yesterday, on the way home from Tennessee, just on my phone in the car. And that movie still, still, I've probably seen it 20 times. That movie still tugs at my heart. I wonder man. you're not watching like, Stranger Things. Well, yeah, I, I thought about that and I was like, I should, well, I didn't have, I had that movie downloaded to my phone. I got it on service. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, like the, the rewatchability of the first three phases of Marvel was fantastic. And as much as I don't want DC to copy what they did, if it's going to give me a clear path and a, and a, a point I can, you know, this is my Batman, this is my Superman, this is where we're going with this storyline. Okay. Then, then do what they did. You know, it worked. Yeah. I'll hope they did. I yeah. mean, I, I hope that they, they shift directions and I hope that they are able to make something with this. I hope that they uh, have learned from their mistakes truly this time. Mm-hmm. And I hope that they are doing the legwork right now to create a universe that can last for two or three decades mm-hmm. of, you know, my own life. I think that would be fantastic. Mm-hmm. I want to, I thought that they were heading that direction with the Snyderverse. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had well, it's just like X Men, you know. The casting was right, the thing seemed right, the timing seemed right, but it fell apart. Mm-hmm. And not yep. the X one, two, and three weren't that great. I'm just saying that there's a lot left on the table or cutting room floor, whichever way you want to look at it. There's a lot of things that they could have done differently to prolong. And I think that the one thing that Marvel has brought to the rest of filmmaking and the comic book universe is that if you think about what you're doing and you do it in a specific pattern, you can make that pattern exist for a very long time. Yeah. And DC should do that. I mean, Star Trek is heading in that direction right now, going with so many different things. Star Wars is that, I mean, they fumbled. You gotta have a level of continuity though. That's, that's the thing about it. You can't just be like, just go, you just gotta pick a, 
pick a path and go there. I mean, mm-hmm. you might be able mm-hmm. to kind of like veer off a little bit, but not just straight, like take a right turn and just keep rolling. I mean, it's just. What sucks is DC actually did do this already. Like DC did exactly what Marvel did. Well, not exactly, but a very similar pattern what Marvel did in their animated in their animated universe, mm-hmm. with with all the movies in the animated universe all the way up to Apocalypse Man. Or yeah, um, no wait, I can't remember the last the uh, I can't remember the name of the last movie that came out. Anyway, I feel stupid for not doing that. But all the way to that, they they did exactly what Marvel did, and the animated universe was fantastic. Every movie was great. I could see that being exactly what Marvel did. Just put all those movies into live action, and I'm cool with that. They already have the pattern out there, man. That's not in my peripheral. Like, that's, you know, right before we started the show, I was like, oh, yeah, and I watched Harley Quinn. Like, like Like, Harley Quinn is in my peripheral. It is an animated show, and look, it's funny as hell, and like, I... I love it every time that I watch it. It's a great background show to put on and watch. Fantastic and hilarious. But it's it's there where I'm at. And not that the animated movies for DC aren't. But I don't have to go searching for Harley Quinn. Like they they put that in my face. It's right there for me. And like I don't I've said it countless times in this podcast talking to both of you. Show me a direction. I'll go down that path of like all of the you know DC animated movies, but until that happens, like I'm, I don't know where I'm beginning, and where I'm ending. A lot of people feel like that with many different things that they are a part of. Um, many times, if I talk to people about watching Clone Wars, and they're like, "How does that work?" I'm like, "Oh, it works very easy. You see, there was a movie before the Clone Wars, and there was one as the Clone Wars was ending, and this is all in the between section." So, you're muted. When DC had their app the um, that last year or two years ago mm-hmm. now, I guess, before HBO Max came out, mm-hmm. that was actually kind of, that was, for me, that was the perfect opportunity to do that. Because, like, Nathan gave me the order. He was like, watch these movies in this order. And they were mm-hmm. all on the app, and I could watch them all, you know. Um, I already owned a couple of them, but I could, and I could watch them in the order they were going in. And I was like, okay, this is perfect. It's just, it's one of those things, if you're not looking for it and you don't know where to look for it, you're not going to find it. So like you said, it's not easily, it's not easily accessible. Like most people, I couldn't say, Hey, here's 20 movies to go watch. Here's the order to go watch them in. They couldn't find where to watch them in and, and and how to get it, you know? And And that's that's where, that's that's why a lot of people hate, a lot of people hate certain, a lot of people hate Marvel for that. A lot of people hate because there's so much going on. They don't know where to fit in and jump in. I mean, you can hate anything for that. When, I mean, Clay was just on here. He's jumping into game of Thrones. I mean, when, he said it the best at some point when people tell you that something's so good and you got to jump into it and you're like, yeah, I'll get around to it. Or like, because you think it's so good, I'm not going to even bother getting into it. We all have things that we have felt like that about. I do think that the biggest factor with that is being overwhelmed by too much, too much stuff, too you know, too fast. But I don't know what the bottom line DC has to do something. And if they're going to reinvent themselves, fantastic. If it doesn't work this time, I don't know how many times I'm going to be able to sit there and be like, okay, DC, mm-hmm. <laughs> like there are no souls left on your shoes. You keep just trying to, to walk this dead horse somewhere to find water. And I'm with you because I like the journey, but man, you've got to make the journey interesting. Right. You know, like, please give me something. And like, 
they've given us good movies. It, they just don't have longevity. I'm not saying they don't that they don't hold up. I'm just saying like the universe just doesn't have longevity. You look now, um, you know, switch gears a little bit. We'll talk about Marvel a little bit. Uh, their Comic Con stuff was not even everything that they're going to come out with, and I find it. I found it actually really relative to what your point of view is on it, Greg. Mm-hmm. I mean, you don't think that the phase four has done nearly a whole lot for you compared to like the first three phases. How long has Marvel been around? When did Iron Man come out? Uh, it was when I was in college. So it had to been like what, 2006 or seven. I think 2008 was when was eight? Iron okay. Man and Hulk came out. Okay. And so, so it might've been right after I got out of college. And yeah, we're talking that right there is now we're at 14 years. Yeah. Three phases in 14 years. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll backtrack two years. So three phases in 12 years. Mm-hmm. We're now getting a phase that's lasting two years at max. Mm-hmm. Like when they came out and said, you know, phase five and phase six, and they, they showed all the dates for like the stuff, even if they didn't release all the, the titles of the shows or the movies. Um, it's rapid fire now. I mean, yeah. Look at the last year that we've had. Like we're getting, we're coming up to She-Hulk any minute now. We we just had Thor. We just ended, um, Miss Marvel. I mean, like that's rapid fire. Like if DC did that, imagine what you could have. I mean, like with any of the characters. Yeah. But they keep bringing it all together, and that's the secret sauce, I think. So. No, I I agree with you. Like I said, Marvel has the has the blueprint. And it works. They got the recipe. But the, the news that they dropped at San Diego was a lot. Like I said, I couldn't even keep up with like brightening it all down or like paying attention to it all. Yeah. Um, we don't. I mean, well, we're already one seventeen in. I, mean, I don't know how many trailers you want to watch, but man, at the end of the day, <laughs> <laughs> well, we ain't gonna watch all twelve. I'll tell you that. <laughs> I'll tell you that. I mean, like, um, I mean, they've already regreenlit. Uh, the What If animated show for season two and season three. They've already greenlit the second season of the X Men '97 show. Uh, that one I have. Okay, they've greenlit it. I need to see that one before I can like. Oh, with the What If, I've seen a season of it. Cool. Give me two and three. You haven't screwed up yet. They haven't screwed up X Men yet. But I need to see it before I'm like, okay, let's go. I'm ready for season two because I don't know. Yeah. They could really mess this up. Let's put it that way. They could I be great, like, but I they could like really mess up. Both of you are like that, though. Both of you are real big on, like, I need to see what they're going to do yeah. before I can tell you whether or not I like it. Look, well, if you're talking about X-Men 97, now, hey, now, that's just, there's certain, that certain criteria oh. we got sticks in here. <laughs> right. There's certain green flags that we get all, right off the bat. Is that what you're saying? Hmm. Yes, there's, <laughs> yeah, because there's, like, just, especially with X-Men, there's one character, my absolute favorite, and they keep screwing him up, and the only way they can make him right is animated, and that's Gambit. Hmm. Yeah, but yeah, as far yeah, as I'm concerned, there has never been a live-action Gambit. Yeah, that one. There has never been there. one, because we will not speak of that, because that's bullshit. <laughs> Greg, you know who played that live-action Gambit? I don't know the guy's name. I remember. I know face. who he is. I yeah, know exactly who like, he is. You just watched the Terminal List. He was the best friend. That's what I thought. I, I was thinking, but I couldn't hey, remember okay. his name. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I just yeah. remember him from Friday Night Lights. Yeah. yeah. I've seen him. Yeah, that's too, I guess. 
He's been in a while. No. I'll t- I'll t- I'll t- yeah. But, I mean, uh, look at what we got. I mean, we're getting... I mean, we'll stick with the anime show real fast. They're going to do that, that uh, Spider-Man freshman year show, which, I mean, I guess could be interesting. I I, I grew up on Spider-Man. Yeah, I don't I like think I've ever Spider-Man seen anything show. Spider-Man I didn't like, to be honest with you. Like, even the bad Spider-Man still Spider-Man's like a cheeseburger for pizza. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, I mean... I guess live action is where we're at. I mean, uh, so She-Hulk's coming. I, I I don't get the vibe from either of you that you're really into it. Well, we'll play the trailer while we're talking about it. How about that? Since we're talking about Do She-Hulk. That. Yeah. Um, no, I'm, I'm not that into it right now. Um, but once again, this is one of those things that I don't know anything really about it going in. I know a little bit about She-Hulk, but it's not much. Um, and I'm still a little... I don't know why... I'm okay with Bruce Banner's Hulk and his CGI, the way he looks. Hers doesn't look... It, it, it's weird. I don't know. There's a couple things... She I just ask, looks like a big green chick. I mean, it's not like it's... At least with the Hulk, at least there's some But But, okay. In this, in, in this, it, I'm like, it's just... In this trailer specifically, he's like, spandex are your best friend. You gotta have spandex. And there's one scene where she's like, I love this suit. I don't want to transform. Then you see her transform and she doesn't get any bigger. It's like, so why are you worried about wearing your clothes? You don't get any bigger. In the clothes you're in, you look exactly the same. You just look green. Like <laughs> that's I, my problem right there. Is, is, is she doesn't look like a Hulk. She just looks like a green person. Here, here's you know? here's a real big thing. Okay, I think that when they they cast her as the actress for She Hulk, everyone got pissed off because they're like, "How is she going to play She Hulk? How is someone of her small, short stature going to play She Hulk?" And now that we see the difference between like what they show, she grows a foot and a half, two feet. Look. It's not Hulk, but at the same time, like the the way that they become Hulks mm-hmm. is very different from each other. Right, mm-hmm. right. And and I mean, the thing is, I'm playing this. I'll just play this out sound. The thing is too is I could see this because Marvel's done this to me before. I could see this and really, really enjoy it. You know, um, what was the last show? What the the Miss Marvel? I didn't think going into that mm-hmm. it was going to be something I was going to like. I was like, this is not aimed for me. I'm going to watch it because it's Marvel. But I end up liking it a lot more than I thought I was going to. Um, wasn't my favorite thing Marvel's done, but it definitely got a thumbs up. I was okay. I'm, I'm not upset with them doing this. I don't think I'll be upset with them doing this either. It's just, like I said, that CGI throws me off, man. It just looks weird. I think the biggest problem that people have with it subconsciously is that it reminds you of the Avatar people. The Navi. <laughs> Yeah, is that that's what she looks like, and that's what the animation looks like. And I I thought that, and then somewhere I read it, and I'm like, that's it. That's why that was in my brain. Like that, click. That makes sense. And I mean, uh, yeah. I mean, I she has hair, and not like the the weird tail thing that they do things with. Yeah. That maybe I guess I'm just going to have to, the story on this is going to have to sell me. That, that's what's going to have to sell me because it's and it, it just very so, well Yeah. Sorry. Right. And the, just, with all the shows that we've watched, Hawkeye, the story had to sell you. How else, how else are you going to get into Hawkeye? I mean, like, dude, bows and arrows and the fact that he points it out with himself all the time, like, is amazing to me. Like, he's like, I know what my strengths are, my weaknesses are. My strengths are very minimal. Well, this Marvel comes up. Same thing. Like, the story has to sell you the family, the culture, all the stuff they bring into it. This has to do something on its own too. 
But that's yeah. what's wonderful, I think, about all these shows is that they keep bringing their own little twists to things. Mm-hmm. And, and there's I, always Wong. Yeah. yeah, it always makes it better. Well, I was thinking through, there is a little bit of a difference with Hawkeye, because with Hawkeye, at least, you've seen Hawkeye in multiple movies. You knew the character, you loved him, you had a story behind him. So, like, okay, they're going to do a show about him. Maybe this guy gets... Because, you know, the whole thing was Hawkeye never got a movie. Well, he got a show, though. Yep. So, But it did, it, like, it, to me, it completed his storyline. Because, you know, it, it get down, you know, especially with the whole Ronan aspect of it, you know, you got a little bit more of that. So, I mean, it was, to me, it was a continuation of a story. Here, mm-hmm. you know, we're starting something new, and it's just... I don't know. I don't know. I guess it's just the concept of being, I guess, non-Hulk versus Hulk, and you're just kind of going back and forth. I'm like, that's why I've got to see what this is all about. I mean, obviously, I'm going to see it, but you know, I'm just, I'm going to try to be like, you know, not just sitting there like, what is, you know, I I just hope I don't get that. (laughs) Is that who that was right there at the end? Okay, that's what I was wondering. That's what I thought, but I was like, I don't, is that, I'm not sure, but it'll be interesting to see that. Uh, And that's going to be a cool thing about it. Um, It's already shown this interconnectedness, but with not only with the Hulk, but I mean, now they're bringing in Daredevil, which they've already, they they previously brought in in uh, Spider-Man Far From Home. Wait. Homecoming, Far From Home. What's it? What's that? No Way Home. I mean, I always get those names messed up. Too close to each other. Um, and then, uh, not to jump too fast, Daredevil getting his own 18-episode show. Oh, so, okay. interesting. But um, I think She-Hulk's going to be very good. I don't remember how many episodes it's going to be. I'd have to imagine it's still going to be shy of 10. So, probably 6 to 8. I think it's going to be good. I'm being positive about it. So No, and I get that. And like I said, it's, it's CW. I mean, not CW. It's more... MCU, so I'm sure that once again, you know, they're going to surprise me. I haven't seen anything I hated from them. It just right off the top of it, or right off the previews and everything else, like ah, it doesn't doesn't. I'm not excited. Let's put this way. I'm not like I'm not, super excited. But yeah, I'm not like I can't wait for this show to drop. Like I'm not like at that. Yeah. I'm like so, but change, change and new. Those are those are the two things that are real rough. Mm-hmm. Changing something drastically and coming up with something new, and this is new. I, know, I was super. Look, so, hey, I was super stoked when I heard about. It. I was like, "She Hulk, yeah, yeah, that's gonna be so cool." And I'm like, "Well, okay." I'll, I'll tell you one thing that pisses me <laughs> off that Marvel's doing, and I wish they would just drop this. And I get it; they're part of Disney, so they got to do it. Like the scene, the scene you just saw, and this she gets pushed off the edge and turns around, and flips off Hulk, and then they bleep out her finger. I'm like, okay. Like you do realize well, one, that, that was also for a trailer, so calm yeah, down. Even so, but you do realize that that if you bleep that out in the movies, like you, you're still sending the same message, right? Like kids still realize that you're making a hand gesture to say "fuck you." Mm-hmm. Um, so, when so what's the point bleeping it out? Snap Thor's clothes off. You were like, everyone knows what's going on underneath there. That's the what man, I'm he's saying. Manhandling a snake, but he doesn't have any man handles on it. I don't know, Chip. What are you talking well, about here? That's that's my point. Is that stuff like that is okay, but stuff like a middle finger is not. Or or in Thor, uh, God, uh, Love and Thunder, how whenever they're killing the gods, how they're not bleeding, they're shooting out liquid gold out of their. Out of, and I'm like, okay, I get it. They're gods, but like they'll do anything they can to not show blood. Like, come on, man. Like, seriously. I don't know. This that that, think, that right I, there is, is is my difference between DC and Marvel. That I like is DC is not afraid to just say you know, fuck it and just do it. I think know? you're going to see a blurring of those lines because I think that what's going to have to happen is they're going to have to keep pushing the envelope. And I think the way that they're doing it is very very smart because they're not doing it rapidly. And 
if you do it rapidly, then like, where do you stop? Yeah. I mean, like, what do you show that, you know, you haven't shown before? I think doing it a little here, a little there is making, making the most sense. You gotta, you gotta feed the beast, but at the same time, you gotta do it like, you can't go too far too fast. I mean, you just can't. You gotta think slowly. (laughs) I don't know a better way to say it. I I get what you're saying. I I don't know, man. There's just something about it. Just, but it's not enough to make me not want to. Once again, I know it's Disney. I know that when I go to Disney, I'm not gonna get these scenes in Disney and it's okay because all, all the movies so far to this point have been done great without that kind of stuff but it's just like when you start to say okay well, we want to show this but we're going to make it gold instead of blood no just make it blood man like just make it blood like tr- trust me like, like, like trust me this kid's mind is not going to change when he's when like knowing that Thor cut this guy's head off is different well it's okay because he bled gold blood it wasn't regular blood and it's like that doesn't matter like he still chopped the guy's head off like I don't know what we're trying to candy coat here for kids god still bleed i mean if they bleed gold what does it matter so you know yeah that's a good point i don't know what god's bleed that's a good point so i mean let's look on the horizon on the horizon we get ant-man yes and i don't care what people say ant-man is one of the best kept secrets of the mcu i feel not not even a secret but the best low-lying movies of the mcu because if you've ever watched an ant-man movie and you haven't laughed that you're not human. I don't know what Scott Lang has to do for you in order to make that work. But I mean, right off the bat, when the man was talking about like, I, I don't even know where they had me hook, line, and sinker in the Ant-Man movie. I remember the Baskin Robbins line like it was nothing. But I mean, like it's it's always so good. So for them to bring in Kang and for that to work, I don't know what I don't know. I'm excited, man. I oh, yeah. know that there's been a whole lot of beef about the um, uh, shoot. What's the daughter's name? I cannot uh, remember the daughter's name now. I can't remember. Cassie lost. Cassie Lang. Oh yeah, oh, his daughter. Yeah. So they they recast her, and apparently that's been like a real thing. Oh, another Jonathan. Look at Jonathan. <laughs> well, Just don't they casually have- walking around? Don't they kind of have to recast her for time? Because I think they're going to have her be one of the new Young Avengers, right? Yeah, it definitely seems like the direction they're going in is that they're going to try to uh, give her a longer story. And I don't think that the original... um, I don't think the original actress that they had, she wanted to play Cassie Lang for the long run. But Mm -hmm. I don't think that um, it's what they had in mind age-wise so they kind of started to like redirect that right but i think this is i I say this with each of these movies that that have been coming out and i don't know where they're gonna cross the multiversal line but the fact that they're bringing king into this gives Mm -hmm. me like a little bit more hope that it's gonna go further than the things i've seen so far a year ago all the movies that were supposed to be coming out i was like oh man it's going to get weird. It's going to get so crazy. And they didn't get nearly as crazy as I thought that they could have. Mm-hmm. With Spider-Man, with Doctor Strange, with Thor, each of those um, told a story that made sense in the world that we live in. With that, Not the world that we live in, but in the Marvel whatever universe that we're calling this right now. Mm-hmm. The fact that this has Kang in it makes me think that, hey, we maybe could jump a little bit into like 
something stupidly crazy here. Yeah. Or they're just going to like dip him in enough to make it interesting. Well, I know Marvel does a lot of stuff to throw you off. Like I remember, and I was thinking about this the other day when I was watching um, uh, Endgame, like how pissed off I was about Captain Marvel. And I'm still kind of pissed off that they made such a huge deal about her. And she was just a tiny part of the movie. But I thought about it and I was like, I remember specifically like Samuel Jackson saying, you know, she's the most powerful being in the universe. There's a reason why she can time. She's one of the only ones who could time travel this and that. And then nothing in the movie was about her time traveling. Nothing at all. Not one single thing. And I was like, you know what? They probably did that. So that way people like us would come up with all these crazy ideas and throw out all kinds of crazy stuff about what was going to happen and how Captain Marvel was going to time travel to save this just so nobody would actually know what was going to happen. I'm like, that's actually pretty smart. Actually kind of smart. Pisses me off. Yeah. Kind of smart. You know? So. Yeah. I mean, you got to have, you got to have the, the, the water cooler talk, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not the same as it used to be. We don't have a whole lot of like shows that we watch constantly um, nonstop that are like really long seasons anymore. So uh, now we have whole entire universes that we live in apparently. <laughs> yeah. um, what's the next thing? Secret Invasion? What's the next? Like the show that they're coming up with? Secret Invasion is actually, uh, they're bringing back, uh, oh my, oh, Kobe Smolders. Um, mm-hmm. well, she was the one that showed up at the, the convention for the unveiling of that. But I feel like it's going to kind of tip in the direction of I'm trying to remember the movie. What was it? No, what movie was it that had Samuel Jackson in space? Oh, that was uh, that was Captain Marvel, wasn't it? Where, where he was at was the it end, Captain at Marvel? The, at the end of it, he was yeah with the okay. uh, yeah he was with the scrolls. So on the island, yeah, I feel like it's or on the island. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that was the Captain Marvel. What movie was that then? That's the Spider-Man movie. Maybe. Either way, either way, Secret Invasion looks like it's going to be a fun little fun little show. I think it's going to be a little bit more Agents of Shieldish, but in space, which they did that already, so I hope it's better. Um, is that I hate to interrupt you, but I think that was a Spider-Man movie. I just mentioned it wasn't because Nick Fury was out of town. Spider-Man was trying to get a hold of him. Nick yeah, Fury it must have been far yeah. from home. Yeah, the end of that. Very, very end of that one. They may have been the post-credits scene, as a matter of fact, I think. Yeah, so, that's what I'm thinking of, post-credits yes. scene. But it's... um. I don't know. I think it's got some legs to it. It'd be a real interesting. It's going to be a twist, you know. Like I think that a lot of people like the uh, um, more serious, like Winter Soldier type stories. And not to say that this is going to be that more serious. I think it's just going to be a little bit more interesting, um, detailed plot wise that they could do something with. Mm-hmm. Plus, I think it's going to lay the groundwork for um, the other stories that they're going to tell that are going to probably lead into maybe the Marvels or I mean clearly once we get to the the Avengers 5 and 6 um with the, dude like with the last Avengers movie being Secret Wars I imagine Secret Invasion is gonna like have to start tiptoeing into that direction mm-hmm. so I, I I'm I'm hoping that within the next four years we have something that's 
somewhat parallel to like the Infinity Saga that we've had. Mm-hmm. They can do that with Secret Invasion. Secret Invasion is a huge story in the comics. Um, I've got all the main storylines. It's one of these ones that's kind of like Civil War, where there's the main storyline and there's like a thousand different stories for each character in it that that you know come off it. And it, it, it was kind of why with Civil War, when they did Civil War, I think they did a little bit of disrespect. They just used Civil War in name because it was such a huge story. And Civil War ties into Secret Invasion. Like, the two are kind of married. that They have to do with each other. So I'm interested to see how, if anything, they do tie in anything with Civil War, which I doubt they will based on the fact that we're past that point. Those characters are gone. But they could also use this to bring back characters if they do tie it in in that kind of way as they did in the comics. So... It's going to be interesting to see how they do that. Um, once again, MCU. I know they're not going to give me everything from the comic. They're going to give me a variation of the story that works in their universe, and that's cool because so far they've done a pretty decent job with it. They haven't ruined these stories for me. So I'm interested to see. Yeah. You know, we got a little. Yeah, I, the scrolls are gonna be a really interesting twist on like the whole entire thing. I hope they just don't keep punking us with it. I don't want to be punked the whole entire time with like, oh, it was a scroll the whole time. Right. Um, we get the last Guardians movie, which appears to be Rocket's story, and uh, I've heard nothing but like good things from the trailer reactions. Um, the Echo Show, which uh, most people probably are not going to be into until it airs. I feel like that's Everyone kind of thinks that it's going to be more like along the lines of like uh, Kingpin and maybe Charlie Cox. I don't really know. We'll see. Um, Blade. We definitely see that Blade has a date now. So. I was going to say, we've heard about Blade for so long. Yeah. And I haven't heard anything about it. So. Yeah, we got that. Mahershala is still on. on task for that one uh loki season two which is apparently we're so far right actually i take that back not the only show that's getting season two because apparently the rumor mill is that uh moon knight is also getting a second season they seem to be in egypt as we speak i think that they'd be dumb not to do a second season moon knight it may not have been the best like reviewed show but if you're planning on putting this character into your the future of your movies and making him be a bigger character or just you know involved at all we need some more from this guy and the first season wasn't like terrible so it'll be interesting to see you know i'm not gonna lie i have not seen this gardens of the galaxy 3 trailer so i'm actually kind of watching it as i go right now so i'm gonna have to watch it with sound on after we leave here because it's uh i'm telling you this looks like a pieced together trailer yeah I'm interested to see. I don't know. I really love the official official channel. Do I know? That was an official channel. Oh no, I'm not sure. I just looked up. It was released. Yeah, I. uh, From what I heard, the trailer didn't look like that at all. Okay, you know Um, I don't don't check resources, man. You know that. Um, Loki season two is already in production, so that's pretty cool. Uh, of course, we got the Marvels movie coming out with uh, Monica Rambo and um, Kamala Khan and uh, Danvers. Iron Heart, which we got a taste of Iron Heart in the last movie that's going to come out this year, the Wakanda trailer, Wakanda Forever. Mm-hmm. Um, that one's going to be interesting. 
I don't know. Good. I I don't know what most people's take on on it. I know that it's gotten extremely positive reviews, but the trailer itself may have me the most excited I've been. I, I mean, I was really excited to see the Thor trailer, but this one looks and feels really cool. Mainly because I think I didn't really care a whole lot about the first Black Panther movie, mm. and. I mean, you, you can. Uh, my my point of saying that is that like it, Black Panther never really was a big character for me. Mm-hmm. And when I saw the movie, the movie was decent, but it, it, I was kind of in that phase of like I was waiting for the big name movies to come out, and mm-hmm. Black Panther and like Captain Marvel were coming out. And I'm like, I like both of those movies. I'm like, I don't really care for them. Like, give me my give me my Infinity Saga. Right. Yeah, they so they they really fell by the wayside. Well, I was really surprised with Black. It was one of those movies that I wasn't like insanely excited to go see, it, but I was like, "Oh, this looks like it's pretty good." And I was way more impressed with it after mm-hmm. I'd seen it than whenever I went in. I, I really enjoyed the movie. Mm-hmm. Like Chadwick Boseman was that was his role. He did a great job. Oh yeah. What I'm irritated about with now is people now since the trailers come out or since those people being pissed off that they're not replacing Chadwick Boseman and I can understand to a certain extent whether they're not replaced but but it's like you knew this this is not new news like they didn't after he passed away they made it very clear that they were not going to recast that character now I don't think that's the right thing to do and the argument people have is well if Tom Holland died you wouldn't not, you wouldn't kill off Spider-Man in the in the in the movie well, the whole thing about Black Panther 2 is because mm-hmm. you actually hand down that that mantle it's mm-hmm. not one specific person you know you yeah. hand it, like his father was black panther then he became and it's like you can hand it down so i mean it's i don't know the, the, it's, there's it's many hard. things that people have taken from that trailer and when um the queen says that she's lost her whole entire family you know she could just be speaking of the um uh the like the men hold the mantle i guess in the society and like even though she's queen she's ruling like you know like they've they've transcended that but mm-hmm. at the end of the day the panther has been passed on yeah it's a mantle and so really. yeah mm-hmm. yeah it's a lot different than like the ruling ruling society the the fact that they kind of coincided was its own thing mm-hmm. and um it's interesting because you see the the character at the very end. You know, first uh, the, the music. You know me; I'm a music person. The music mm-hmm. in that trailer, I was sitting there the whole time, like, "Oh yeah!" Mm-hmm. Start off with Bob Marley. You know, roll right into "We Gonna Be Alright." Um, when they had that one scene with that character at the end, some people were like, "You know, like it's not a female body, or like it's not this, or it's not that." Like, I don't give a shit what it is. Just like you guys have said. You need a good story. And as long as this is a good story, I'm on board 110%. Because every bit of this looks interesting, and it may just be the fact that they have cut an excellent trailer. Because I, be. yeah, watching this trailer, I was like, okay, I think that this might be the thing that I'm excited for. Right. And, and here's my thing. I, I, I get the mantle being passed down, and I think that the actress, I, I her name uh, me the Shuri, is that his sister's name in the movies? Mm-hmm. I think oh, she. Uh, Letitia Wright. Okay, she does a great job, and I think she can handle 
like being Black Panther. I think she, as an actress, as a character in this, I think she'll do a great job of it. It's just that I just feel like replacing, um, not chap, replacing the male lead of Black Panther as Black Panther. I guess if they give me a good reason as to why this happens, because the last we saw him, he was alive. Yes, there you go, Namer. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see this too. The last we saw him, he was alive in this movie franchise. And I know that, you know, it sucks that in real life he's passed. But how are but they going like, to Are they going to like say T'Challa died? Are they going to, you know, talk That's about his actual T'Challa's death? Mm -hmm. They can handle it well. If they handle it well, I'll be cool with it. I mean, and also you said if they give me a good story, I'm sure they're going to handle mm -hmm. it well. I just need something to be done where, where it's like, okay, this is the reason why we're doing this transition. And it'll work for me you know i don't think it's gonna be sure i'm gonna tell you that right now because so? tisha wright has been nothing but vocal about her want to be out of the mcu oh okay and so when you as an actor or actress decide that you want to vocalize removing yourself away from the contract that you are a part of i don't think they're going to give you more responsibilities that's true uh she was a real big thorn in the filming of this. I say that not knowing all the details. So let me say this. She was a large part of the reason why production was delayed, whether it be positive for her or negative for her, whatever the case may be. Um, this movie was supposed to release earlier. It was done filming for a while. Uh, that they were able to take longer to actually, I guess, edit further on. Um, but I do know that she was one of the bigger um, topics of conversation on why it was longer. Okay. So, and that was all um, related around pandemic stuff. But I also know that for some reason, after the first one, she didn't really want to be a part of it anymore. I don't know, like she changed her beliefs. Like, um, what's the Oh my god! Like, I don't know a better way to describe it. So I was sitting there trying to think, but like Alicia Keys comes to mind. Like, you know, like all of a sudden one day she decided she was done wearing makeup. You know, like she's done with it. Like she just wanted to cancel out all that crap out of her life. I'm like, cool, good on you. But then like it became like a topic of conversation. I feel like Letitia Ray is going through a moment like that in her life. Okay, where like something is changing, and like now she doesn't want to be part of like the mainstream stuff. I don't know why. But I don't think that the Panther mantle is going to fall to her. Okay. Um, we see her and Riri Williams. So uh, actually, it was really cool seeing the little heart being cut out of iron. I don't know why in uh, Wakanda they're using a <laughs> torch. <laughs> I, right. I, God, I feel like they got better technology. Um, but it's interesting to see the narrative being pushed and I don't know what direction they're going to take it. Killmonger has been discussed about, you know, people they could actually bring back. Mm -hmm. And I don't think that's a smart decision based on where they left him at the end of Black Panther. But yeah, weird <laughs> things have happened. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. It's going to be, um, awesome, man. So yeah. I, I got to put my faith in the hands of, uh, of uh, Marvel studios here and just hope they give me a good story. And, and you know, it's, it's also to the point, with marvel where if they make something i don't like it's okay there's plenty of other stuff they make that i do like 
you know so I, i'm to the point now where i if it's if i see this movie or not just this movie any movie they have coming up forward and i'm just like no that's not really for me i'll be okay i was really upset when i didn't like guardians of the galaxy 2 but then after that i got like 15 great movies so i was like, okay they can have that one that wasn't that great you know so i'm i'm, I'm okay with them. I'm, I'm okay with them you know a pot fly you know out easy out every once in a while so and it's also just my opinion the movie makes a billion dollars, uh, it probably will. Then it won't matter anyway. <laughs> Everything's going to make a billion dollars. That's like the world that we live in. It's the new standard, yeah. Uh, so you get Agatha. Uh, what is that called? Co- Covenant of Chaos? Co- Chaos? Covenant? Chaos? That's going to be like interesting. That. That's going to be interesting. That's yeah. one of those where you're saying. I love her. <laughs> I think Catherine Hahn is fantastic in everything that she does. Even if it's a 30-second commercial. Fantastic. <laughs> it's just her. She's just she's just awesome. Um teaser trailer for that. That was eight months ago that one came out. Oh no, don't worry about a trailer for that one. Yeah. Um that'll the just, Daredevil. Nice little fun ones, just, just gonna be a fun one. Oh, the yeah. Daredevil show and then you got Oh Thunderbolts. Rumor for a long time, finally given a date and actually like a, an official status. Really? Okay. Mm-hmm. That'll be interesting because Thunderbolts were once again another big part of Civil War. So it's going to be interesting to see how they tie this in together to uh, to try to... Uh, once again, yeah, like I said, they don't have to follow the stories exactly. But I wonder if there's going to be any kind of references. And I don't think they can, to be honest with you. I think Civil War's over. Like everything that... Well, I'm sure can... Just like you said, you're going to see certain depictions of stories that you know, but they're not going to be the way that you know them. Right. And so they're going to carry on that way. So, um, what was that? Oh, Captain America was in that phase. New World Order. So that's going to be the new, um, what's Sam's last name? Um, Wilson? Yeah. Wilson. Sam Wilson. There you go. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, Sam Wilson's like debut movie. So we'll see how well that works out. I think that, I mean, I like Sam Wilson. I mean, everything that he's been in for the MCU has been interesting. Mm-hmm. I would like to see him turn more. I don't want. I don't want a one-for-one replica of Captain America, mm-hmm. but I would like to see him like adopt, um, adopt the principles that Captain America has slowly as right. time goes on. I want to see him turn into that character. I want to see him like the growth for him. So. Mm-hmm. I think that'd be pretty cool. And now that the world that we live in today, I mean, they do all sorts of crap with it. If you try to modernize Captain America right now, it'd be so weird. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, Anthony Mackie, is that the guy's name? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So like a great actor. I've seen him in a lot of the stuff other than Marvel. He does just a great job in, but he's great in Marvel. The problem I have with him being Captain America is because I really liked him as Falcon. Like I really liked that yeah. character. I thought it was awesome. And now we have to say goodbye to Falcon. And it's like, well, that sucks. And that and the original plan was to have Winter Soldier become Captain America. Like when he when he was he was cast for that role, he was told this character will eventually become Captain America. And maybe that still will one day. I don't know. I don't mind them making Sam Wilson Captain America. I just think that Bucky would have been a better choice to make that because I would rather see Falcon than Winter Soldier, if that makes sense. Like, I, Winter Soldier's yeah. cool, but realistically, he's a guy with a bionic arm shoots a gun. Okay? Like, 
Falcon, you're getting rid of a lot of really cool stuff and a really awesome character to make him another character. And it's like, well, you know, I get that. And I, in the comics, it happens. I understand multiple people hold up the shield, it, it, you know, so there's you know story behind it. I just personally think that I would have liked to have seen Winter Soldier become Captain America more than Falcon because I would have liked to have kept, kept Falcon as, as you know his character because it was an awesome character. I kind of feel like what you're saying is like, who would be a better sidekick? That's exactly what I'm and, saying. Well, mm, no, I won't say that because I don't. That 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 makes it sound like he couldn't hold his own Falcon. I could see a Falcon right, 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 right. But I see, but I see right. what you're saying with this, yeah. Um, and I think that here's the thing: you get to bring a bunch of those cool things to Captain America, and so like that part is kind of cool. Mm. Uh, as much as you get to do complete character growth with Bucky, if you really choose to, yeah. It, it's almost like you take the you take the the longevity of age and the um, I mean clearly the superpowers, mm. the awesome bionic arm. I mean, like, what else do you keep doing like with that character? Like, is it enough to turn it into a really cool? Um, I know sidekick has a denotation to it that's not proper, but uh, side not. I can't think of another word. Wingman. Um, wingman. Wingman. There, there you, go. you go. Perfect. A little better. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I, I think it's interesting. I did not really care for the Captain America Sam Wilson suit. Mm. I didn't like the whole head thing. Yeah. It, it doesn't. I, I don't, really, I don't, like I don't that know much why either. they did it. I know that it was comic book accurate, but I felt like it was a great opportunity to come up with something new. Mm-hmm. And. Uh, it felt leathery, and it felt like all of the awesome things that they've done to the MCU costumes, mm-hmm. they took steps back from. Right. And I was like, oh, I'm not a big fan of that. So, either way, it'd be interesting to see him in his own movie. Um, he's supposed to wrap up uh, Phase 5, I think is what that is. Or him or whoever else. Uh... But then we move on to Fantastic Four. Finally, I get to see the Fantastic Four on screen. And then the only other two things that gave us were the Avengers movies, the Kang Dynasty, and uh, Secret Wars. So, we will have to see what... We'll have to see what they do, because you know what they did do? Is they left us with a whole bunch of open dates. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people get really pissed off because they're like, why didn't they actually like let me, let me see things? And I'm like... Maybe because there's a D23 and they want to come out and show you more of their own things at their own event. People got really pissed off they didn't show them X-Men. But I don't know if you know this. They are not allowed to actually create X-Men movies until like post-2025. The agreement that all of the actors have contractually is that no one else can play Xavier, Wolverine, Cyclops. No one else can play those characters until post twenty twenty five. That's why they're coming out with the, the actual animated show. Oh wow! I did not know that. Because they can do anything they want to with X Men, but they can't come out with an X Men movie until after twenty twenty five. They can have it in production, but they can't release it. <laughs> wow. Well, I mean, that doesn't really mean anything. They because they can. It takes. They can work on. They've been working on the Flash movie for what six years now. I mean, I don't know about working on it. 
like had it in their pocket for about six years. Well, it'll be interesting to see when they do roll out X-Men, especially with uh, the mutation thing that we've gotten at the end of Miss Marvel. Yep. It's like, well, I did not see that as an introduction into mutants, and it may not be, but certainly looks I think that they're way. going they're going to build this with just enough steam to make it very interesting because um, that's what I was saying. They can't come out with the movie. Uh, it, uh, it's, I don't know if there's a uh, specific month or day, but until at least 2026, as far as I know right now, they can't come out with the next movie until then. So right now we're sitting on our hands and everyone wants it. And so what I think we're going to be getting is a lot of hints, a lot of world building and a lot of, uh, twist on characters that aren't contractually obligated mm. so that would be cool to see how they do it yeah uh let's see Groot shorts oh and we're getting eternals too what Pat and oswald just dropped that how are we getting eternals too but we couldn't keep uh the the jupiter show uh jupiter <laughs> <Rising>. <laughs> like, seriously how could we not keep jupiter rising when we're getting an eternals too we do not need another no. uh, yeah, you got to have Star Fox. Here's yeah. Fanboy Clay says he thinks that the contracts are null and void because of the purchase. Hmm. Uh, so they're actually not. Um, I went through because I was curious because like, why isn't why aren't they showing up? And what what they actually hold on to is that since those agreements were made, the selling of the company did not nullify it. It was not in the contract that if they were to move ownership, that it would null the contract, so or void the contract. So that, that actually still holds true. I was deep diving on that one a little bit because I'm like, what else is it going to release in phase six? What's it going to be? Um, it's not going to be that, and that's why. Hmm. I'll pull it up. I'll, I'll I'll see if I can't find the um, uh, specific article that I read that was saying that I'm real big too on like doing my homework and making sure that like I just don't say something because <laughs> when I do I feel really stupid but I know that I went, went pretty hard on that one I'm like I want to see I want it I, I grew up with the blue and yellow suits I want that I want to see what's going to happen I want that reality you know I need but, a hip belt right give me a hip belt I, I, I need something <laughs> we'll see what happens seeing like Cable in Daredevil or in Deadpool I was like Yes. No. Bring me cable. Bring I'm me those cords. I, I need exploding cards. I'm telling you. I well, I'll say you, you did say they can do Gambit justice. Yes. And it's not a hard character, y'all. It's really not. <laughs> like, I don't know why they they have a hard time doing this. But I tell you, you said Sarah, that's the one character they didn't do justice to in X Men that you haven't seen done well on big screen. I haven't seen a good Cyclops yet either. Like the one we got was okay, I'm, I'm with it. but then when you kill him off, like what? Ten minutes in the first movie or second oh movie, my gosh. Like, yeah, like, well, okay, uh, you just killed off basically the leader of the X Men, like the main guy or the, one of the trinities from the show, from the stories. You killed well, off. Well, th that just push, has, that opens push, up a whole another. Yes, you know, mm -hmm. just I don't, I don't know if I could ever sit there and really talk about all the X Men movies. Right. <laughs> so give me a good Cyclops, and we'll be good. I got a lot of good characters though. I did like Wolverine. I liked a lot of the characters, man. I mean, Magneto and Xavier were spot on hand down the best you know gene gray i was cool with like you know i was cool with most of the characters but they did need some touching up here and there on some things you know 
I'm a big Cyclops fan. I need that. Like I, I want a good one. I want one that's not. I felt like we were given like a. I, I hate saying this because I know a lot of people describe Scott Summers as whiny, but we were given like an overly whiny Scott Summers. Mm-hmm. Like, well, he had a, to be the dude. Yeah. There had to be a reason why Jean Grey chose Wolverine over him. Yeah. Well, yeah, but you need that fight to be somewhat equal, right? Yeah. You need it to be. Either way, I need a good story, and I hope they're really taking their time to build it up. I hope they're taking their time to give us something truly interesting, and because there are so many ways that it can go. Fantastic Four are four people, mm-hmm. and Doctor Doom. Don't get me wrong; Doctor Doom's like a enormous uh, power to be reckoned with. Oh yeah, oh yeah. But it's the Fantastic Four, you know. I mean, mm-hmm. they have to work with other people to truly uh, get outside of their bubble and as much as i want to see mcu's version of fantastic four i think x-men is like a whole new realm for them to live in yeah yeah there's so many stories you can like just go crazy on with x-men because there's so many different mutants i mean it's just mm, yeah i mean the the possibilities are endless (laughs) It, it is it is honestly a different universe you could have I mean, I know it's in the same universe in, in Marvel. I mean, you had Marvel vs. X-Men, which would be a great story to tell in this in this movie series, which I don't think they'll ever do. But you could have literally never crossed over X-Men and, and like, other Marvel heroes, like Avengers, I would say, just as the main thing, and been okay. It could have been two totally different universes, and you'd have been totally fine with it. That's how extensive the X-Men universe is and how great mm-hmm. it is. Like, so many stories come from there. So it's going to be interesting to see what they do with it. I, I am glad that in the that is going to be in the hands of Marvel Studios to deal with it because they've taken a lot of characters that I wouldn't otherwise pay any attention to and make me like them. And I already like these characters. So you've got a job ahead of you to make sure I continue to like these characters, even though you damn well know I'm going to pay to see everything you put out there anyway. So you really don't have to do anything because you know I'm going to see it. So Don't fuck it up. Yeah, exactly. That's all I'm saying. Don't mess it up. Uh, let's see. Yeah, it's really it. I mean, um, I think, uh, other than that, Marvel Zombies is going to be TVMA. I don't really know, like, and that's not even really news, so. Yeah, I think it's just MA because it's, it's zombies. I mean. Yeah, I think y'all, y'all can have that. Y'all can have that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a fan of that. I know that we're getting, we're getting, um, the Shang-Chi, Shang-Chi 2 is supposed to be in production, also, or getting close to being in production. Okay. Uh, but that director is also the being, he's also helming the King Dynasty Avengers movie. So, Shang-Chi was a good movie, whether or not you take what you do out of the story. Um, I think that, like, beginning to end, it was interesting. Yeah. Uh, well told, so... Yeah, I, I like Shang-Chi. It just didn't feel like a Marvel movie to me. Uh, it was good. It just felt like a Di- more like a Disney movie to me. It felt like yeah. a, more like a live-action Milan to me than, than, a Dis- than a Marvel movie. Still a good movie. It started, just didn't feel like it fit in this universe, but they have time to make it. Started a difference. I think now that now that we have all these different types of stories, I feel like that was kind of like on the beginning cusp of that. Um, all these different things that we have now. Uh, we compare people who like Ragnarok and Winter Soldier. You know, two True. totally different movies. True. And now, you know, like now we're getting all these other different renditions. Also, you know, everyone else gets a turn too. So yeah, 
that makes sense. And it's like I, I think that they can bring in Shang Chi and and make it a big part of the universe. Make it good. Like I said, the actor did a good job, and it wasn't a terrible movie. It just felt out of place. But a lot of this, I feel like, with me feeling this way about stuff coming out, is on me, not on what they're putting out. And that's that's the issue. It's it's my mindset. I've got to change. It's me expecting this to be like this, or me maybe just having some fatigue from from what I've already got and the fact that maybe I didn't want to lose those characters. Like you could have just kept doing Iron Man and, 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 you know, uh, yeah, I agree with you. I'm drawing all here. I, I, yeah. I agree with you on that. Yeah, yeah, it's like you have expectations. It's almost like right. now you go to another phase where you just don't have expectations. Mm-hmm. I mean, you have certain yeah. expectations for like the quality, mm-hmm. but as far as like the storytelling or, you know, the characters and that's just like, I'm kind of going in it with just no like, open eyes. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> just, like, yeah. just let's see. We walked into this whole entire MCU with not knowing anything, and then you know, we literally opened up the MCU with the Hulk and Iron Man, Iron Man. Mm-hmm. a flop and a flip, and mm-hmm. they turned around and kept flipping Iron Man, and they changed Hulk, and hey, it's what it is. But mm-hmm. MCU wasn't the only thing at San Diego Comic Con. Also, that's Star Trek. And I don't know if you watched any of the Star Trek stuff. I did not. No? Uh, Well, let me tell you. They didn't have anything Discovery-wise, because I feel like they're kind of playing that one a little close to the chest. In fact, they're filming it. Um, But I'm going to tell you my favorite part was the fact that we're getting an animated and live-action crossover. There you go. The bringing of lower decks and strange new worlds together is gonna be so freaking weird. I'm, uh, I'm totally here for it. And How's that gonna work? They're going both directions. They're so gonna they... animate strange new world characters into lower decks, and then they're going to bring lower decks characters into live action. They oh, probably, wow. I think probably Beckett and Boimler. I think they're gonna bring into yep. live action. Oh, okay, that'll be pretty cool. So, do you think they're gonna get uh, what's his name Quaid to play him? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Like, you got to, yeah. right? Absolutely. Yeah, you have to. That'd be awesome. He, I'm down for that. He, he idolizes that character. Because if you so. think about it, if you look at it, if you actually look at the actors, their animated counterparts are very similar. Yeah. Yep. I actually had a conversation with um, some folks in line about that, too. <laughs> Uh, watching that whole entire panel and then just seeing the way they're all screwing around with each other. Uh, it's a fun time to be in Star Wars or Star Trek. I mm-hmm. think that all these people are truly enjoying the roles that they play. I don't know of any story of anyone that is playing in any Star Trek right now not having fun. I didn't realize how much fun the Lower Decks people were having. Because you don't have to do ADR in the same room. Oh yeah, you can just you can literally do it anywhere. Lines. Yeah, record your own lines and just so send them. Yeah, yeah. They started this show off with them all doing it in the same room. I'm like, that's so much fun. You just look at each other and just like you know yell at each other in a different character. Mm-hmm. You're you're being you, but you're being you through someone else, mm-hmm. right? And through a story. And so that that was really fun. Uh, they um, picked on Pike's hair. Uh, someone asked a question in the audience and they're like, were you realizing that, you know, your hair was growing with like 
each episode. Like it was like it was reaching its peak point. Its <laughs> peak hike point, as I think is what she said. Uh, before you know, like something happened and like it turned around and like you got serious again. And I'm like, that's we picked on his hair, but I didn't pick on it in the fact that it was, it was like, like part of the story. <laughs> right. <laughs> Um. Uh, but I mean, uh, like I said, I, the, my p- biggest takeaway from that was them all having such a blast. Uh, the, the the past week, uh, we lost Michelle Nichols, mm-hmm. and she was talked about at SDCC. So it's actually really sad because they were describing how she always had parties. For people who were new to Star Trek and like how they were really massive, uh, she played Lieutenant Hora, the original, mm-hmm. and um, for that whole that whole feel good vibe they're describing at San Diego Comic Con, just kind of left the next week after that was kind of like a real downside. So, I mean, sucks. Fantastic character brought so much to the screen, did so much for. I mean, her own her own self, the rights movement, so many different things that she did. So, really cool. Um, in Star Wars, we only had the Andor trailer, which fantastic. Oh, so good. So that good. Trailer, so good, yeah. This show looks effing amazing. Aren't they dropping, like, the first three episodes? Yes, the first three episodes come out mm-hmm. uh, the 26th of August. 21st of September. September. Okay. Back. She-Hulk and Indoor back. So, I was way off. I was one month off. I knew it was actually, 20th, early 20th. Yeah. She-Hulk is actually getting a Thursday release date, which is weird. Because Disney Plus is all known for Wednesday release dates. And She-Hulk getting Thursday. Indoor is back to the... 21st and is getting the three release dates and it is going to be a 12 episode season for the first season so this is the story of andor this is this is the beginning of the revolution or the the rebellion right this is where Uh, i believe this is his his story into like how he incorporates into rogue one okay Mm -hmm. gotcha so if you're a rogue one fan which i am this is going to be a right up your alley great Mm -hmm. movie oh yeah this is the kind of stuff I love to see from Star Wars. My buddy and me were talking about this the other day. I love the Skywalker saga timeline, the era, the story, like that time period. But it doesn't mean that every story I have to hear in that time period has to be about Skywalkers. Like, yep. this is a crucial and key point in this entire series, in that entire era, mm-hmm. this happening that you would not- otherwise never know. And now you're getting to see, you know, how they make the sausage. It's pretty cool. I like it. Like, I'm really excited for this one. I've heard people talking online saying that it's better than Mandalorian and Obi-Wan. And oh. I was like, well, <laughs> I really liked Mandalorian and Obi-Wan, so we're going to have to see. But I really like Rogue One, too. Rogue One as well. So, so I don't know. We have passed by uh, visuals of clone ships that have transitioned into uh, Galactic Empire ships, mm-hmm. clone troopers, before they have completely transitioned into stormtroopers. 
Uh, we're getting Saul Guerrero mm -hmm. before I'm assuming that he gets totally screwed up. Which you were not a fan oh. of, of Forrest Whitaker's take on Saul Guerrero, were you? Me? Yeah. Um, that maybe Nathan, I'm mistaking you for. I'm not sure. I know. I know some. Yeah. No, somebody... I I didn't have much of a problem with it. I just didn't. Okay. I didn't like how they need to uh, cripple him so much. But I guess in, like in my eyes, it showed how much he gave up for. It was like a. In my in my brain, there's you know there's like a white collar, like a blue collar way of like fighting for things, and like mm -hmm. fight for things like the blue collar way, like it really shows on you like you know you right. lose limbs and like you know you're like you're in the thick of it whereas well, i you think know, in like, this one in this episode oh sorry good you're like you're just not part of like the, the the senate or you know like the lob making part of it all right well in this in this uh preview he looks a lot more spry than he did in rogue one yeah. looks a lot less messed up. So, I mean, I guess it's a good thing if they were going to do Rogue One and they knew they were bringing this in, then, yeah, you can make them like that. Because that was right, right to the point of his death, right, that we saw him like that. So, it'll be Yeah, Rogue One was a very, very final movie for a lot of characters. <laughs> um, yeah, it definitely ended quite a bit of lives. But uh, the premise behind it was, uh, yeah, the four-letter word for Star Wars has always been hope. I mean... It's in everything, and Rogue One was all about hope for them to get a fighting chance. And this seems to be like, what are they all fighting for? For that fighting chance? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, it's like a lead up. It's like you know, well, it's like the precursor, or like you said, like the beginning of the rebellion. I mean, because you know mm -hmm. what you've known thus far is like what's happened in the Senate. You know, and then mm -hmm. you have all these little rumblings and you know, behind the scenes. Now they'll pull them out the curtains and you're seeing what's actually happened. You're seeing the ground troops. You're seeing it from the, you know, beginning. So, I mean, I think it's going to be more of a gritty type thing, but it's like you're really getting down to seeing, like I said, pull, pull that curtain back and find out what's actually going on. Mm -hmm. Mandalorian's given us quite a bit as far as a whole new take on how to visualize Star Wars. Mm -hmm. Um the the single the single character story has really helped with that i feel like andor is going to gain not only what the mandalorian has brought to the table but it also has the lore of that transitional period which a lot of people want to know what happened in between episode three and episode four mm -hmm. there's so much that happens there and most of what we've gotten so far has been animated and the flashbacks of Mandalorian, and not a whole lot of like really time spent in that era. People love it, and I think that they're doing it now because at some point they should be able to do it between six and seven. The problem is, is that the turmoil between three and four is a lot heavier than what it was between six and seven. So I think it's going to be a great story, uh, a great story time frame for them to uh investigate my one of my questions about this show is going to be when you especially talk about time frames is the timing of the show like at the end of the season are we going to be brought right to the point of the beginning of rogue one or no. is this is this 10 years before five years before is it going to be a five-year span during the show is the show going to be a couple of weeks like that's this, my my big question for this 
this show was supposed to be five seasons originally, I believe. Wow. I think they cut it back to three seasons. So right now we're talking about three seasons. The first one starting with 12 episodes. I wouldn't imagine the other two get shorter than 10. Um, but I don't think that you're going to get up to Rogue One. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, maybe maybe they're, they're planning the finale now that they know when that's going to be. Right. Maybe they're planning the finale to be at that point. They haven't shot it yet. They haven't shot season two yet. So, um, I don't know where it's going to start, but the fact that there's clone armor, mm-hmm. you know, it has to be pretty early. Uh, I, I think there's going to be a lot of flashbacks because what he said in Rogue One was that he was in this fight since he was like five or something like that. So you're probably going to see flashbacks of what it has taken him to get to where he's at. Mm-hmm. And, and then he's going to mentor other people to help join the rebellion. Because it definitely seems like he's being coached to do the same thing. Use your energy. You know, you're a rebellious teenager. Use that energy to try to do something good. Right. So, well, um, I think Saul Guerrero says it in this preview. He's like, "Don't you want? You don't want that to go away. Everything you've done to go away. Use it for something. Use it for you know a cause. It's worth something. Yeah. All right. But you got Skarsgård, who seems to be like his mentor. So, Abby cool to see what uh he seems like he's got a lot bigger role than what i thought he was gonna have in the show uh, it looks definitely seems like the obi-wan of the show so mm-hmm. except he's got the dark cloak which i like you know mm-hmm. and a totally different side to him you know mm-hmm. so it seems to be like a real weird time where uh i don't know a better way to describe it like in, in like our own history other than like shit's really hitting the fan and some people are really trying to like save it and Skarsgård seems like he's one of those types of people that's trying to save it it's cool seeing the senate again it was cool yeah apparently someone pointed this out on the internet but below um palpatine's thing that he sits in uh you actually see the imperial insignia now it's underneath it so if you look at it from like that that scene in that trailer you see I guess like it's just the whole like it's all developing right, right. before your eyes. So that's pretty cool. Hmm. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I'm not excited for it, man. More Star Wars. Give me more, more, more. Yeah, for Star mm-hmm. Wars. All right. The only other trailers I have on the list right here is I have the Lord of the Rings. Um, the Rings of Power trailer, the San Diego Comic-Con trailer, which was not totally different from what we'd already seen. Just a little new stuff or a little, some new stuff. Or was it totally new? I, I can't remember. I think I've seen some of this stuff. I'll before. tell you, it looks polished. Okay. And that's what I needed because after the first, after the first trailer, I was like, I'm not sure I can watch this show. Uh, they're giving me a trailer and it does not look like they have finished making like the whole entire thing yet. <laughs> So this trailer definitely looked polished. Yeah, you know, going into this, this is another one of those franchises. I mentioned it before, like, I don't know if I necessarily want them messing with Lord of the Rings anymore because I love that trilogy and I wasn't as hot on the uh, prequels movie, the, the prequels that came out. Hobbit. Yeah, the Hobbit series. It wasn't terrible, but this does look good. Like, I know that I'm scared, 
but this looks really interesting. Really, really interesting. This is almost like going back and watching episodes one, two, and three after watching four, five, and six. Or I think that's what we were supposed to get before with The Hobbit, but I think this is going to give me more of that episodes one, two, three feeling. Then I can completely stand with you on that one. I don't feel like The Hobbit, I know what The Hobbit's purpose was, and I know The Hobbit was a much bigger and better story as far as like books go. Mm-hmm. But uh, movie wise, this definitely seems like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this has a Lord of the Rings feel to it. Like when I'm watching this, I'm like, okay, I'm stepping back into Middle Earth here. Like I like it. I'm excited for it, man. Um, I I absolutely love this trilogy. It's it's one of my all time favorite trilogies. Like, and maybe it's just nostalgia. Maybe it's just the timing that I watch it so much. I'm not sure, but it is so well done, and it's one that I. I think I own like 20 digital movies. I definitely own all three of these digitally because <laughs> I want to be able to watch these anytime that I have the opportunity to. So I'm excited for this one coming out. It's, it's prime and prime's done some really good stuff lately. I've been really impressed with what they've been putting out. So I'm hoping that we, uh, we get something good out of this. I mean, yeah, the story seems okay. It seems like it's, uh, uh, it's almost like a, like, Hey, things are happening. Open your eyes. And like, there's one, uh, whatever the main character's name is, is really trying to make everyone else open their eyes to the mm. fact that like, things are changing. Right. And uh, yep. If I could, so it would be cool to see what they do with it. Oh yeah, I agree. If I could own one sword, to be that one right there, man. <laughs> oh man, that's such a beautiful sword. So elegant. Uh, all right, let's see. What other trailers did I have here? Sorry. Well, this one's just about when I threw this trailer right here yet. It looks like this one's going to have a lot more with uh, dwarfs in it. I mean, it seems like the only thing that I really got, once again, I didn't pay as much attention to the, the prequels because or the Hobbit series. Because, But in the actual Lord of the Rings uh, trilogy, the original trilogy, I uh, didn't get a ton of dwarf stuff. Like, Right? We got Nimli, but we didn't get a whole lot of his background. Other than... You know, you got to go see, they travel through the caves and you get to see the caves and they, they used to live in. But beyond that, we don't get a whole lot of dwarf stuff, which is pretty cool. So I want to see yeah. that. Your comparison of uh, this being more like the prequels of Star Wars makes sense for that fact alone is that you are getting the bright side of the universe before shit goes dark. Mm-hmm. So before things start truly falling apart, this is that like that cliff. Mm-hmm. And it's a great place to place a story. Oh. So I'm definitely for it. Um, oh. like I said, it looks better, and that's what I needed. I just needed it to look better. Well, let's see. Let's watch this one right here. Let's watch some Dungeons and Dragons because this one's going to be interesting for me. Um, this I don't surprise me. Yeah, I, I, I've never, I, I've always had the thing with, with a video game or game movies based off games not being that good. Halo's kind of proved me wrong with that one. The last Mortal Kombat movie I liked pretty good, and there have been a few decent ones here and there. I've never played Dungeons and Dragons. I want to play Dungeons and Dragons. I have a couple friends who do it, and I've told them a couple times, like, "Hey, I want to play some D and D, man." Like, and they're always like, "Yeah, let's do it," and then we never end up doing it. Like, so I know nothing about this game other than you know little bits and pieces people might know from context clues they've heard and different things. I don't know anything about this movie what it's going to be, but it has Chris Pine in it. Looks like it has a lot of action. I'm gonna give it a shot. I'm gonna I'm gonna go see it because it looks. Did you guys fun. watch the other one? That, um, oh God, what year did that one come out? And it was years ago. It had um, Jeremy Irons in it. 
I remember a Double Dragons movie a long time ago. Mm-hmm. I don't remember Dungeons. <laughs> they had a Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> Ross laughed because he remembers that it, um... Double Dragons movie. <laughs> What's funny is when I was looking for this movie for the trailer, I actually typed in Double Dragons, and I kept just getting the old, the old, old movie, and I was like, "What is this?" I was. It like, was back they... in two thousand. Okay, I didn't know they made one. Was it old? Jeremy Irons. Wow. Wow. Just, yeah. I thought it was a lot longer. I actually, would have saw it in the theater. Really? Yes. Worth it? Oh, it was, it was, um, I was actually, because Gage is starting to get into the Dungeons and Dragons. So okay. I tried to show him the trailer of it. So I was like watching the trailer and I was just like, oh God, I remember this. <laughs> it was crazy. The so, vibe I get from this trailer is Lord of the Rings meets Gardens of the Galaxy. <laughs> to be truly honest with you. It looks like it's going to be that that funny group of five people that have the quips but can kick ass if they need to, and it's in a Guardians of the Galaxy, or I mean, a Lord of the Rings yeah, type setting. I mean, that's kind of fair. They said that, uh, I mean, when Guardians of the Galaxy came out, they said that they were basically their own, um, oh my God, what do they call it? Groups of people. Team? Group no, of- it's not a team. They have their own, they have their own name um, whenever they. I don't know. I seem like a real non dork right now. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. Yeah. <laughs> um, either way, whenever you got to click together, um, that's what the whole thing is. Is like, you know, you and your group set off on a journey. And so mm-hmm. that was brought up when Guardians came out. It's like, you know, like it took them a while to, or it took them a really screwed up way to, to create their group. But like here they are now trying to do something else. And Dungeons has always been that. Dungeons has always been like, you know, the people that you are sitting down at the tabletop with to actually create said story and go through with the Dungeon Master. I I think this looks interesting. Um, because it's it doesn't look stupid, I guess is the best way to say it. Like I can buy the trailer. Interesting. I mean, you know, it's Yeah. It looks like it doesn't take itself too seriously. Like as far yeah. as the acting goes, and then, so it looks like it has the ability to be action packed and have a good story, but still be fun. You know, and Chris Pine is funny. So I, mean, I was going to say Chris cool Pine's in it, so there's going to be a little little comedic chops in there. You know, he he always throws a little bit of comedy in everything he does, but it's good, well timed. But Michelle Rodriguez is in there too, and yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, good point. <laughs> good point. Um, all right, got two trailers left here. I mean, I think everything we've discussed i'm going to go see at some point in time but uh actually you know what we have three we have black adam we have shazam and house of dragon well let's go with black adam right house of dragon is only a little different i mean you don't have to watch it i mean the story was pretty much told in the last one but yeah. uh the cindy comic-con one just revealed like a little bit more stuff to it mm-hmm. so and see watching black that adam, from... is black adam out uh, this was the, there's a Comic-Con peak, sneak peek. That's the only thing I've got right here. So that's, yeah, Wait, it may not be anything new. When did Black, is, is Black Adam in theater? No, October. October, October 27th, okay. I think. Because that's going to be my anniversary movie. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I never, I never changed the date on that in my list. Yeah. <laughs> but we've seen a lot of Black Adam. Let's look at some Shazam because we, uh, that's kind of the last one we really haven't seen a ton of. And... I, I'm, I have mixed feelings about this. 
because I like the Shazam movie. I like Levi as the character. I think he does a good job. I don't know. I just... It, it comes down to the DC thing. I think that, that if you had Shazam, I'm starting to lose... I'm waning or I'm losing interest in like Zachary Levi as, as Shazam. And I hate to say it as Moe as Aquaman and Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman. Even though I love them in these roles, I know this is going nowhere. And I just read an article from them that they're hitting the reset button. So realistically, as much as I like this movie and I want more, I'm probably not going to get it. Like, this is probably going to be the last shot I get with Zachary Levi as Shazam. If they're truly hitting the reset button, you know? So I don't know how much I want to invest into really liking this movie. Like, so it's it's kind of hit or miss for me. I, I know some people like Katie, she, Shazam's her favorite DC movie, I think. Which blows my mind. But everybody <laughs> has their things, you know? Like, so uh, I'm, I'm interested to see. I, I need to talk, talk to her and see what her thoughts are on it. Because I know she really enjoyed the first one. Um but I mean, it's, it's going to, this is going to be, I think, just like the first one. It's going to have enough comedy where you realize that it's a kid in this role and it's going to cater to being a little funny. But uh, I don't know, man. It, it just, it's not getting the, the, the wheels turning for me. You know, like I see this I tra- trailer and I'm like, we did another, you know, a sequel to. I mean, I, I enjoyed the first one. Don't get me wrong, but I just didn't feel like, don't need another one right right yeah i'm, I'm with you there kind of, I, I, I I, on the other hand i don't think that like they're that they can't keep this going i just don't know why they would keep it going i think that's probably where i'm at with it well i don't think they can because just look at how much older all the kids look just in this one scene from the last movie. Yeah. Like, they don't have much... If they're going to do this with these same actors, they better do it right now or, or not at all. Or, or recast. I mean, you could recast, but I think that kind of takes away if they recast it, you know? After two movies because of age. Like, Marvel went through, what, 12 years of one character? Of course, once again, that was an adult who doesn't age as much in 12 years. I get that. But I, I don't know, man. I want to really like Shazam. I just... I just I'm having a hard time getting excited for it. I do not like his suit in this movie as much as I did in the last one. I don't like the suit upgrades. I don't like the lightning bolt on the chest. Doesn't look as good. It doesn't look as good to me. Still looks all right, but doesn't look as good to me. Yeah, no, honestly, I didn't even tell there were suit upgrades. <laughs> I mean, like I've got. I'm not saying that I have that much disinterest in it. I'm mm-hmm. just saying that like I didn't realize. Like I, I thought the last one was a little too puffy, and yeah. I thought that it was a little too over the top for like. The character that it was needed to be i guess so i loved it I, i'm not gonna lie i didn't notice suit uh until i'm, I'm actually you know i forgot to play the trailer online i'm sitting here watching it while i'm talking <laughs> to y'all i should have been streaming it but i didn't notice it until just now when i was watching it like i saw the trailer earlier i didn't pick up on that but i did just pick up on it now i'm like oh that's a different suit lightning bolt looks different the cape's not as big but i don't know this movie just it's got my money i'm gonna go see it i just yeah. With DC, especially in the future, I'm having such a hard time figuring out where they're going. It's, it's hard, hard to get, get excited. excited for it. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's hard to get excited for it. Yeah. And I'm just, I want to be excited for DC because I love DC. And I love, you know, of all comic book movies, my favorite ones, my favorite two are DC movies from the Snyderverse. However, beyond that, 
most Marvel movies are better than, <laughs> than just about just about everything else DC's put out. DC's still up there with a lot of their good movies, but most of what Marvel's put out is better now. Well, like I said, I do love the first Wonder Woman, though. I do love that. Oh, movie. I do too. I do too. I love that movie. But DC DC differs because while they may not be as good with the movies, I think for years they've had better books and shows. Yeah. Hands down, book, books and shows. Marvel's catching up on the shows, though. Yeah. Marvel's definitely catching up on the shows. Uh, but I don't know, man. Shazam's coming out. I'm just more excited to see Black Adam. And you honestly, know? it's like, you know, I've, I've seen the trailers. I've seen everything. It's like now I'm to the point. I'm like, let me see the movie. It's like mm-hmm. I'm kind of past the trailer part, to be honest with you. It's like, okay, I want you to sit down. Mm-hmm. I want you to see it. And this, I just want to see it. Mm-hmm. I want to see it. <laughs> Yeah, I'd be honest. If it wasn't for this podcast, I would almost get to the point where I'd be like, "Okay, I hear this movie's coming out. Watch it. Watch one trailer one time, then don't look up anything else on it until I see it till it comes out in theaters." You right. Know? And and I'm watching movies somewhat like that now, and it's making them a whole lot better for me. Less yeah, because it's that, like I said, you got you know you got the anticipation because you know think about back in the day, it's like you, you know you might see a trailer here and there, you see a movie poster, you're like, "Oh yeah," you know, you want to go. I want something to make me want to go to see this film i want to go see it you know i don't want to be spoiled too much on it you know i don't want to like happen to like said you know i don't want to you know read too much into it because you might fall down a rabbit hole where you know you end up seeing a scene and you're like oh shit i didn't mean to say that or you know that kind of thing because people are so quick to spoil stuff you know spoil things now mm-hmm. so oh, yeah. the internet's real big yeah. about that Shoot, they got movies coming out on Thursday, and people that see it on somehow see it on Wednesday or Tuesday going driving spoilers online for everybody. I'm like, man, what a jerk! I know, at Why least give you to the that? weekend to see it. I mean, damn, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but just stay away from them. So, I gotta do well, that's all I got trailer wise. I had John Wick 4 Sandman, but we're running a little long, uh, so I kind of cut those two out. I am, Ross, you said you're watching Sandman right now. It's already been released, yeah. Right? I watched it, I think uh, it came out to. Today, I watched one episode early this morning, and then I watched another one right before we started. So, you liking it so far? Uh, it, it's not the build up that I would have done. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm not saying it's bad, I just like I have like, I don't have an appreciation for it yet. Like, I haven't watched the whole thing, so right. uh, I definitely find that like when I watch something once the whole entire thing is seen, you know, I can take a totally different perspective on like the beginning. Right. So, um, I, I'm not a humongous fan of all the inner dialogue, but I feel like it may, uh, cater more towards people who have read the book or mm-hmm. listened to the audiobook. Well, the book so, is a lot of inner dialogue. Yeah. And, of, and yeah, I feel like they're definitely trying to make that same point. Mm-hmm. But I don't quite know where I'm at right now. Right. Even though, I mean, they tell me where I'm at, but I don't, I don't quite feel it yet. So. It's confusing. It's a very confusing book. And if, um, if I don't know if they're following the book like word for word, like the exact story, but the book has a lot of time jumps too. Like so, it's it's kind of like you know, you know how. Okay, so you know how in like Witcher, like I was saying, it was so confusing because Henry Cavill doesn't age in Witcher, but you do time jumps and they don't tell you. So like it was yeah. confusing to me with timing. The book is like that too, except you're not visually seeing things, but there are a lot of time jumps. So you have to kind of keep up with what's going on with it. Um, what time, like, okay, this is the time period I'm in here. I've got to remember this character in this time period for, you know, this stuff later. And it's, but 
like I said, I it was my first audiobook. It was actually an audio drama. It was the first one I've got. Nathan suggested it to me, and Chris Balga suggested it to me, and uh, and I bought it when I started my Audible account, and it just blew my mind. And I'm interested to see what I saw in my mind when I heard it, and what somebody else who saw and put on screen when they hear it. Like I'm interested, or maybe what Neil Gaiman saw it as when he wrote it. So I'm interested to see yeah. what I what I pictured in my mind and what they put on screen. The difference between the two. So I definitely um, want to watch it. I'm I'm interested to see like what two different perspectives are on it as far as like being able to read it and not read it. So cool. Um, I know that uh, Netflix has the Uncharted movie with uh, Tom, Holland, Tom Holland, which I haven't. Yeah. I never watched that one either. Oh, that come out? Yeah. That's come out now. It's on, yeah, it's on, on Netflix. Netflix. Yeah. yeah. Cage. Uncharted is on Netflix. <laughs> Uncharted is on Netflix. There you go. Got a new family movie to watch. That's how you get a kid out of a room. Oh, dude. No, no, no. <laughs> I took him to go see it. He loves that movie. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. He loves it. Did they do a different cut where the cannibal actually hits him? No. Spoiler. I don't know. We'll have to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, cannibal. Spoiler. <laughs> um, yeah, I want to check that one out, too. And then uh, the Buzz Lightyear movie, which came out, which I think I'd give a shot. I mean, like, I watched the first Toy Story. I'm not sure if I've – I'm pretty sure I've seen parts of, like, another one after that. But I don't know. It, you got Chris Evans, which if you haven't watched The Gray Man on Netflix, that was a pretty good time. I'm not watching that movie out of principle. You're not watching The Gray Man? No, I'm not watching – the toys, the the Lightyear movie. Buzz Lightyear movie. Yeah, well, I've seen it. Uh, have you? Ooh. Okay. I, I'm just not gonna watch that at principle, but I have my own reasons. It's just uh, it's also kind of out of my out of my realm, dude. We were in fifth grade when Toy Story came out. You know that first first fully animated movie. We were mind blown. Fifth grade. Oh, awesome. I've kind of outgrown Toy Story. Um, I'm not. Hey, well, you've probably seen them all. Lightyear is a, it's a different take on it, though. It's it's mm-hmm. it's not Toy Story. It's more right. of an adult thing. Well, not an adult thing, but it's more like a. It's more like an animated live action thing. Mine's, that makes any sense. Mine's more with the casting. Oh, I, I don't. I don't. I don't dislike Chris Evans by any means, but that's Tim Allen's role. Yeah. And his reasoning for not being in that role doesn't set well with me. So. I just, you know, my personal thing. I just don't. I just don't care to see it. Um, if my girls want to see it, maybe I'll take them to go see it. I don't. I'm not like, don't go see this movie because of this. It's just my beliefs. I just don't. For, but uh, if my kids want to go see it, I'll forego that to go see it. You know, but me personally, I'm just probably not going to check that one out. So, you know, it's all the service I pay for, so I may watch it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, um, like I said, the Gray Man was good. Uh, that that's on Netflix. That's. Uh, Gosling and Evans, and Evans plays a bad guy. Uh, a funny bad guy because he has like zero line that he won't cross. Um, and I mean, you probably won't, but I, I recommend it. The Light Magic Show is really good to, to watch. The what? Light Magic Show on Disney Plus. Oh, yeah. ILM yeah. stuff. Yeah. I, I actually got to see if. Uh, yeah, cause the only other thing I was watching was that and Harley Quinn. I guess they got a new Harley Quinn episode out. It's a, such a, such a stupid, stupid humor. I don't know. You know, when you watch those shows, like you oh, just yeah. want to go back and find something that's just stupid humor. Oh yeah. I don't know. 
my daughter wanted to start watching Harley Quinn. I was like, nah. No, no. I, won't I, go like, there I, yet. I mean, don't get me wrong. She's uh, almost 16, but nah. Yeah. Like, God, I don't think so. Like, <laughs> Wait till she's the age where she can pay for the streaming service because she has to. And then go. she can watch it. <laughs> Oh, dude, are you kidding me? Our kids grew up in a streaming age. I'm willing to bet you my kids will be on my streaming accounts through college, probably into their <laughs> in, in, when they have kids. Just so cut them off. Nah. And you know what? I'm not going to stream anything anymore. I'm closing the account. There you go. There you go. And then next week, I decided to open it again with a new password. Yeah, that I don't. Crazy. I got bored. I don't know. Yeah, what to tell it's you. crazy that worked out. Uh, uh, well, you got anything else y'all want? News, movies, mm-hmm. trailers, anything? We'll just save it all for next week. I hear you. Well, let's see. Next week, what do we got? We'll have, we can talk about Sandman if I end up finishing that. And Sarah, I don't know if you wanted to watch Sandman or not, but it's a really, really good book. I can't vouch for the movie yet or the show yet, but it's a really, really good book. Um, it's probably a good thing that I haven't read the book because I really have big problems with books that I've read and then seeing the movie first. Okay. And see, I, I never had that problem because I just started reading like actual books. So, other than comics. So, I really have that problem. Usually, I don't have a problem, but the one thing is like, I love Anne Rice and I love the whole interview with the vampire thing. But when Queen of the Dam came out, I hated that fucking movie. I hated it. The book is so good, but the movie is shit. That movie was horrible. It's shit. And I'm like, how can you take such a great book and then just, oh, yeah. That was a project of, of its time, is what that problem was. I, I, I agree. I agree. But still, it was just, oh, my God. And it sucks when you have movies that are like that, that are obviously good stories, but just product of the time was just a terrible timing. And it's like, why can't we remake those movies? Like, why do we repick to make crazy movies? Why don't we repick those movies that were really, because really good? people want to remake the movies that are good. They want to be like, hey, it was such a good movie. It made so much money the first time. Let's do it again. See, not the, the ones that like bomb the first time. See, I'm the opposite. I'd rather take something to bomb than make a billion dollars off and be like, "Look what I did!" Bam, you know. Underdog, your life is going to be there. Yeah. Uh, but let's see. Doesn't Hulk or She-Hulk drops Wednesday, right? No, Thursday. So Thursday. Today, Lego Star Wars Summer Special came out. I am yeah, group yeah. shorts for the younger kids next week, and then at the 18th, She-Hulk comes out. 18th okay so it's week after next well that was next week yeah okay it's dropping on a thursday and then that means right sunday house of dragon comes out so that'll be before or after we record for that week okay we'll see if we so you have to watch that. all of the game of thrones before oh, yeah. then, and all of rebels and all of stranger things and I'm, we off gotta talk about Stranger I'm off till Tuesday, so we, we can we can figure that. No, I do need to get on Stranger. I think of all those, I'll get on Stranger Things. So I know y'all want to talk about, it. and y'all can. I don't mind being spoiled because honestly, if y'all are probably talking about stuff in the more in the fourth season, and I probably won't remember a lot of that anyway by the time I get to that point. But I do need to get. I'm on not gonna remember things. a whole lot about. What are you talking about? You're gonna be watching it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, I'm off till Tuesday. I want to try to see if maybe Ashley will get some uh, get some Stranger Things in. That sounded weird. Yeah. See if, see more yeah. yeah, I might do that too, but no. Wait a minute, weird. Yeah, but uh, all right, cool. We got an agenda, a list of list of stuff coming up. Uh, many trailers to come out. Um, I think we have a guest coming on later this month with the new comic. I'm not sure. I have to talk to uh, my guy and see. But beyond that, it's going to be business as usual. Pretty soon. So, man, it's been a 
interesting two weeks of stuff that's come out that we have not covered that we've now covered a little bit of it not all but a little bit of it so it's good stuff but with all that being so said much more San Diego Comic -Con stuff. oh yeah dude you could we could make three or four shows about the stuff we drop on one of those comic cons so easily but it's late here in North Carolina we've covered all the trailers and everything I had in my notes y'all want to go ahead and wrap this one up do it Sarah where can they find you at you can find me on the Twitter at my lady kitten. Um, that's pretty much the, it for right now. This summer I've been kind of kind of lazy, you know, hanging with the kids, you know, doing, trying to do a little bit of work, you know, that kind of thing. So I need to get back into the groove. But damn, fellas, I've been tired. <laughs> Tough. It's, it's been a rough summer. I'll tell you yeah. that. Long, it is too summer. damn hot. It's mm -hmm. hard out here for a gangster. Yeah. Where can they find you at, Ross? Uh, if you got my phone number, call me. If you don't, sorry. I'll put that in the show notes. So that way you can send them a text. All right. You can find me at the Bat Daddy 52 on Twitter. My personal handle. Check out at GCS Podcast One's the show handle. Uh, give us a like. Give us a share. Check out the shows. We're here most Fridays at 9 p.m., sometimes Saturdays. I try to make an announcement when shows are going different times, but I'm not that good at that either. Audio drops Mondays or Tuesdays, depending on how lazy I am, and it's on any podcatcher of your choice. Or you can always come on YouTube and check out the post the recording after we record it. Helps out a lot. If you do, give us a thumbs up. But that's all I got. Yeah. So I guess until next week, keep pounding. <laughs> Later. Bye, guys. <laughs> Later. <laughs>